Yo, what is going on, everybody? And welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. This is episode four. I am here today with King Doggo XRP. Um, Kareen, can you please welcome yourself? So what's going on, everybody? Um, first of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. I'm King Doggo. I am part of the XRP community for four and a half years already. I'm the social media manager of XRPnet. I'm also the social media manager of Cryptopolis. I'm the founder of the Alpha Husky Club. I'm an author. I wrote a book called Scam 19, Expose the Great Reset. A lot of things, but a lot of people just call me Doggo. So yeah, let's just get on with that. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I'm I'm so glad you are here today. It's, uh, it's pretty cool to be talking to you. Um, I know you're in the Netherlands, I believe. Correct, yeah. So that I mean, that's already pretty cool as is. Um, but anyways, getting on topic... How'd you even get started, you know, within crypto itself? Uh, you know, how'd you discover XRP? Um, I would just say when I was like around 13, 14, that was like 2012, 13. When I started to discover about the government and all of that stuff about the elites, then um, I was also going on the deep web because I was, I was just very curious about certain things on the deep web because they were not allowed to show on the internet because obviously on the internet you have Facebook, you got a lot of other things, but you also got the deeper things and those are the stuff on the deep web. So I was just curious. I was just watching some videos and then I saw people talking about Bitcoin. And at that time, Bitcoin was around hundred bucks. So I thought who in the world would purchase one Bitcoin for a hundred bucks? And I was broke myself. I mean, I was 13, 14. So I could not even buy one Bitcoin at all. And I was like, who in the hell is going to buy Bitcoin? And then... In 2017, when I had my internship, and that was obviously around the end of 2017, that was a time where Bitcoin topped. So that was a time where Bitcoin was around 18, 19K. And then one day there was one guy crying and, you know, he was like almost crying. He was so happy. And I asked him like, hey, hey, bro, what's going on? He was like, yeah, Bitcoin went to all time high. Uh, almost all-time high, um, 18, 17K. He was so happy with that. And, and he was like, yeah, I just made some big money and I just invested in that, not even realizing about Bitcoin because he had to buy a couple of Bitcoins from a truck because every single week when he went to do um, like certain sports, he had to buy Bitcoin in order to give it to that guy digitally and then he would get the food. So it was like a food truck that just accepted Bitcoin in that time. And he just bought a couple. And then, you know, obviously the price went sky high and he was so happy. And, and then like my brain just, just expanded. I was like, mm -hmm. what? People are making money from this. Yep. I just really need to research it, right? Yep. So but everything then sadly, that yeah. moment almost like clicked for you essentially. Yeah, kind of, because then I had a girlfriend at that time. So it just kind of suppressed, uh, I would not say suppressed me, but mm. I was just more focused on my girl. I was just more focused on my school that I did not really pay much attention. I mean, I was really happy for him and I really thought, wow, so there is an opportunity out there for people making money, right? Mm. Um, so then after the breakup, I started to, you know, and that was like a year after, that was like around the summer 2018. I started to think and I was like, okay, I have a lot of time on my hand right now. I'm still a student. What I'm going to do, I'm going to look at Bitcoin. And then Bitcoin already had his bear market, let's say uh, almost 25% of the bear market. So uh, everything dropped already. Bitcoin was around, I think, around 8K or 9K. And then I just started to check um, the price of Bitcoin on CoinMarketCap. And then I saw a coin called Ripple. In that time, it was called Ripple at 40 cents. And I was just thinking, I was like, 
because first I thought that we only had Bitcoin and that mm -hmm. was it. And maybe Ethereum, that was really high in price. So I thought every single coin was high in price. I could not get in without getting a full coin or something like that. So then as I was looking at Ripple, I was like, how the hell can a coin be 40 cents and sit at number two of coin market cap? And I had to research. I had to check it out. And I already knew certain stuff about the globalists and about the higher powers. So then it totally clicked because when I was researching Ripple and I was looking at the board members, I was looking at the people and all the connections and the things that they are solving, I was like, this is it. This is the technology of crypto that is going to be adopted. This is going to solve a trillion dollar problem. And then I found out about crypto and the rest was history. So, yeah. That's that's crazy. So how long in that span of time, you know, looking at Ripple, how many minutes, how many days, how many weeks did it take you to just get that visualization and have everything just click for you and say, wow, this is XRP. It, this is it. Yeah. So that moment when I was researching on CoinMarketCap and I saw Ripple and at that time it was called Ripple at 40 cents. Um, then I was starting to research. I was going on the website. So it kind of took me, let's say, a couple of months for me to fully realize that this is not just another coin that is going to disappear in the next two, three years. This is an asset that is here to stay mm -hmm. and it's about to disrupt the system. And mm -hmm. and obviously uh, what was really amazing, it's not just you investing in a cryptocurrency and just looking at the news. It's also about talking with people, right? Connecting with this with like-minded people who are also investing in cryptocurrency. So I was um, on Telegram and I, and I was also joining certain groups because I was just very curious. I just wanted to have people around me that were also investing in crypto, that were also aiming to get rich and that also were aiming to do a lot of good things in life. So I just always wanted to be surrounded with these people. But sadly, before I found crypto, I never had people like that. So where I was starting to research and I was uh, like, like starting to check things out, starting to connect with these people, then my surroundings, like the people that are around me right now, I'm just so grateful compared to before I was found in crypto. So actually crypto changed my entire life. So I'm really grateful for that. Uh, that's that's so great to hear. And I feel like that's what uh, a lot of people kind of need to hear, like a story like that. Um just because, you know, the media today is is kind of shilling all this FUD and nonsense, you know, all these misconceptions about crypto. Hey, don't invest in crypto. Um, we're we're going into a recession. Don't invest in this. Don't invest in that. Um, what do you what do you think about just that alone um, with, you know, trying to get people into crypto? Uh, like not trying to, but like, hey, like there's a alternative way to invest and also make money, not just like within stocks and precious metals. But, you know, there's a whole brand new asset class that you guys haven't even been woken up to since it's been suppressed by the media. Yeah. So the funny thing is, and it's very simple, the media doesn't want you to be rich. It's just very simple. They're hyped up when everything is at an, is a, is at an all time high. And they are very bearish if, if everything is at the bottom. Two months ago, or like three months ago, when everything was bottoming out, HBAR was bottoming out, a lot of other assets were bottoming out. Jim Cramer came out and said, crypto is the biggest scam in the world. Don't invest in Bitcoin. While crypto was at the bottom. And now they're starting to say, oh, wait, guys, we may, we may see another bull run, ladies and gentlemen. You might get in. Oh, no, wait, they're not going to say that yet. They're going to say that when Bitcoin already almost reaches all-time high. That's always the point where they're going to shill it. Mm. 
So they don't want you to be rich. They have a really great tactic for all of these people who are not researching, just the TV people, right? They're coming home, they're, they're, they're turning on the television and they're just listening what they have to say. And when they're listening, they're always losing because when they're listening, it's always too late. When they say sell all your crypto, that's obviously at the bottom. And when they say buy the cryptos, they're, they're obviously saying buy at the top, we're going to dump on you and you're just going to be left behind with a lot of yeah. uh, losses, obviously. So it, it, when I have a lot of opinions, if it comes to the media and if it comes to like what they're trying to do, they just want you weak. They don't, they, they don't want you to be rich at all. And if they really wanted you to be rich, I mean, obviously we cannot win. Not everyone can win. So we obviously need also some other people who will buy our coins, who will pump our coins, right? So um, there's like balance between those two. So that's mm. what I think about it. I mean, yeah, dude, I, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, so that kind of leads me into uh, the future of crypto at that point. Uh, where do you see it going in the next uh, year, let's say? I know we have a lawsuit with the SEC. Um, you know, the media yet again is, you know, saying, hey, don't look at Ripple. Don't look at XRP. There's nothing going on there. They're they're in a lawsuit against the SEC. The coin's been manipulated for coming up ages, on three man, years. You ages. know, it's it's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, what what are your opinions? Yeah, so um right now, as we all know, we are right now still in a bear market, uh, which in my opinion, we're still in a bear market, but we are in a phase where we are going to retrace. Mm. And I do believe this year will be the year where we all will retrace. So we could see Bitcoin back to 40,000, 45. We would see XRP going back to 70, 80 cents, maybe surpassing a dollar. Let's see. And then um, obviously the media will start their their freaking propaganda. They will start their machine and they will start saying, oh, guys, we may reach all time high again, but that's always the point where you need to think like, hey, why are they saying it right now? Is it time to sell or what? Um, so I would definitely think this year could be the year of the retracements that where you see every other asset. And you obviously have some of these other assets that are going to pump even more than the others. Hmm. So this year would definitely be the year of the retracements. And then next year we have the Bitcoin halving, right? I think it's around middle of 2024. Yep. Yeah, so then we will we will probably maybe be like from the from the beginning of 2024 up until like half of 2024, we might see like you know just everything just going sideways, mm. and then after the having, um, the thing that I noticed about these havings, a lot of people are hyping it up, right? A lot of people are excited for it, but I noticed that um, after the having, nothing much will happen. But after a couple of months, then we could see new all time highs. And then the bull market continues and then everything goes parabolic. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I believe next year after the halving, it could be a parabolic year. And that could be at the end of 2024. If hmm. the, if obviously the halving is around middle of 2024. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that, that kind of makes perfect sense. I mean, end of 2004, 2025, that's when I had like my, my whole idea that that's, that's when you know hey new financial systems here fellas uh that's when you know regulation comes into play that's when you know we had see utility for what it's you know going to be used for um and we're going to see you know a large amount of coins not make it um just due to Ooh, regulation yeah. alone i'm not and sure just like brad gollinghouse said right 99 of all the cryptos will disappear and how many cryptos are there like 
um, like around 18,000. So if, if it's definitely 1% of 18,000, that's obviously 80. So maybe like uh, it could be a couple of hundred surviving. I mean, who knows? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, be careful with what you're investing out there. Um, and, but anyways, uh, getting back to, you know, you at the end of the day, um, I did want to ask questions about, you know, what, what do you do within the XRP community? I know you're the head of Alpha Husky um, Club and um, you're the ambassadors for a couple other. Um, yeah, so um, what I'm doing with the Alpha Husky Club is, and the reason why I started with the Alpha Husky Club at the Alpha Husky Club is actually a great idea that I found out since um, Luna crashed really hard and I've received a lot of DMs of people. Um, a couple of these guys were really DMing me about sad things that they that they invested the entire net worth into Luna or into other assets, or they were doing leverage on certain assets and everything obviously dropped 40, 50%. So a lot of people lost their money. Um, but that was obvi obviously champ uh, that was obviously like temporary but you got also other people who were gambling a little bit more and they lost big money um, so these people were like DMing me and they were saying like you know um, I have a family and I'm a man and I lost a lot of money I feel so sad I might commit suicide and I was like man come on man these people from the XRP community were like DMing me there were like two three guys that I'm still in contact with and these guys, um, since I literally after I heard about that, I was really thinking like, we really need to do something about this. We really need to create a tight group, a tight community inside of the XRP community when we are connecting with each other, when we are uh, letting each other know what's really going on and educating each other about money. Because I also see a lot of people are investing in, in XRP, which is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. You're investing in XRP, you're investing in crypto, but you also need to know how money works. You also need to know a lot about the financial system, also about, um, you know, uh, what you can do with the money after XRP, because yes, you'll be rich. You'll be rich. But then the question is, what are you going to do after XRP? You have so many opportunities, mm -hmm. but then if you have no one, you have no connection, you have no one around you, but you have a couple of millions. Awesome. But you still have no connections. You still have no people that you you have zero people that you know. So what's really important is to have all of these people coming together. It doesn't matter from what country you are. As long as, long as you have a skill, as long if, as if you know something about some other things besides crypto, like trading, it could even be gaming, a developer. It could even be something else like writer. As long as you have a skill outside of crypto, um, you're part of the Alpha Husky Club. And um, you're part of that tight group where we talk about money and about a lot of other things. Mm. So let's say... We're like a small elite where we have like a little group where we talk about a lot of important things uh, that are very useful and we share a lot of knowledge. I mean, mm. we have also people that are like um, into health and fitness and they're like coaching other people. But as of right now, the Alpha Husky Club is kind of a little bit quiet. I paused the project because um, on Discord is pretty nice to chat with a lot of people, but I really want to do something big because the Alpha Aussie Club is not just going to be a normal project. It's a huge idea mm -hmm. where it could benefit so many people. And since, the, since those DMs um, that, that I was receiving from other people, you know, about wanting to commit suicide, being really sad about it, you know, not knowing what to do, uh, that gave me a purpose to help more people. So the Alpha Aussie Club is definitely going to be a long-term journey for me and also to connect more and more people because I can do a lot of things in the next five, six years. But I know at the end of the day, 
I am also going to help. I'm always going to help and I'm on and I'm always going to be on the Alpha Husky Club and also going to share my knowledge, receive knowledge, which is very important. I mean, if I'm going to wake up in a country called Slovakia, which I may don't even know, I might know five, six guys in Slovakia from my group or from the community who are willing to help me. And that's really important because if you have no connection and you have money, I mean, you just have to do a lot of things on your own. That is uh that is so awesome to hear. I mean, uh that's a that's a, that's an applaud to you, my man. Um I appreciate it. Yeah, no, dude. I mean, keep up the great work. I mean, you're you're gonna be doing big things in the future. Um, Same to you, man. I mean, you're just starting your podcast. I mean, it's it's about to blow up. I mean, a lot of more people are gonna come in from the XP community. I mean, I totally wish the best to you. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, no, anyways, getting back to Alpha Husky, if someone was interested, how would, uh, you know, one join um, to everybody that is out there? You know, maybe they just need help, you know, mentally, financially, physically um, to join this, you know, uh, elitist group of men around the world. Yeah. So um, the NFTs, you have 500 Husky NFTs and you have different traits, right? So you have a Husky. So the normal trait of a Husky is like a ripped Husky, right? The Husky that's like really ripped, really strong. And that's actually your role model. And the concept of this uh, of the project is also, you know, that if you purchase one NFT, it represents your character. So if you see all of these alpha Huskies, you see one Husky with a protein shake in his hands. You see, you see like another Husky with like a gun in his hand with a suit. And you see, and you see like another Husky with like different types of traits that really represent you like mm. who you're what you're really into like you have a normal shirt you you got a husky with a, with glasses on with like a cigar in his mouth so it really represents you and with that husky it's actually also a role model that you look up to so let's say you see you have a husky with a protein shake and he has like a uh, like a gym shirt you look up and you want to get uh, ripped right and you want to become more muscular so then you have a husky you know with with a with a muscular body he has a protein shake in his hand and uh, with that, you can purchase it on Sologenic, uh, which I've also been thinking about migrating. So uh, there are big plans coming for Elf, for the Alpha Hussy Club. So, um, but currently they are on the Sologenic platform where you can purchase one. And um, one Alpha Husky is right now around 300 XRP. And with that 300 XRP, it's just a one-time purchase that mm. you have access. So before you come into the before you come into the group, you will um, get a survey when you need to show the screenshot that you purchased an Alpha Husky, and then just some little simple questions like, "Hey, what is your goal in life? What do you want to be? Uh, who do you want to be? And who's your role model? And uh, where do you want to go in the next five years?" So then I kind of know what you're about and then we can connect and then you're in the group. So it's a tight group with uh, great people, but we're still not there. We still need a lot of more people. So it's just the beginning. Like, uh, just like I said, it's a long time journey. Even when I'm maybe 56 years old, I'm still going to be that person that's just still going to push the alpha husky because this concept is just, it's just so important. It's obviously the most important thing on the whole crypto market because educating other people mm -hmm. is just one of the greatest things because you can have a million, mm -hmm. like you can give a million dollar to someone right now on the street. What is he going to do with that money? Right. He's going to get some hookers. He's going to get a, a most ex one of the most expensive hotels in his country. He's going to lay here. He's going to have one woman here, one woman here. And then after like, let's say after a year, he's broke. Mm -hmm. So education is so important. 
And uh, when that person would have like big education and knowing about what to do more with the money and how to manage it, mm. that person would probably maybe have multiple businesses and multiple other things and investing in other type of things mm. to like maintain his wealth. So education, man, that's the main thing. I, I love that, my man. Um, and at the end of the day, you're building a community with like-minded individuals. And, you know, that's that's very powerful at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and that also um, brings a lot of benefits to you too, because if you are creating that group, you also personally, the founder and also the whole team also knows a lot of other people. So it's actually good for everybody and everyone will definitely benefit on this because if you know a lot of people around the world and you you are on a vacation let's say in greece and i know edward from greece right and he can show me a lot of real estate he's like yeah man this is some good place and a really good uh, real estate where you can buy and if it comes to my country i can show him certain stuff so connection that networking is just very important that's awesome that's awesome yeah no i mean it was it, i was talking with the, uh edward last week um it was a pleasure talking with him and uh i i understand you guys are uh, the founder and co-founder of alpha husky yeah correct so how did you guys like uh meet how did you guys come across each other man that's a funny story so i didn't knew that he had a project called the alpha academy mm. so um then we started to following each other we started to follow each other and he had some really good posts about XRP. I'm like, man, this guy is really on something. And then he liked some stuff about me uh, on, on my post. And then I started to DM him about my project. And I was like, hey, I see that you are into health and fitness. You are into real estate. So um, I have this project called the Alpha Hussy Club, who is going to connect a lot of people after Luna. You know, I, I just told him all of this and that. And then he DM'd me back and he was like, man, I'm laughing so hard because my project is the same. It has the same concept. It's just the same concept with helping people, educating other people. I was like, man, how, how did we miss this? Like, I, I haven't even saw his project at all. He haven't saw my project and we were just connecting. We're like colliding like two freaking planets. Like, and it, and it freaking exploded. I love that. <laughs> so, I yeah, love that. It, it was such a funny story. And then we hopped on a call the same day. And then we were like laughing so hard. We're like, man, this is fucking amazing, man. It just, it's not a coincidence that this happened. And then we started to collab. We started to have more calls uh, and just to talk about how we can like, you know, how we can make people better. Mm. Um, and also, you know, with his project called um, the Alpha, uh, the Alpha uh, Lion Academy. I mean, that's also going to be a very huge thing. It's, and that's also going to be a long term thing for him, educating a lot of people. And um, yeah, that's just the main thing. We're just two young guys who are just really focused and also same to you. I mean, we're young guys out there, man. And we're worrying about a lot of things. And a lot of people say, right? Oh, don't worry. Everything will come to you, right? Everything will come to you. Don't worry about it. But you should be worried. You should look around yourself and to know what's really going on around this world, right? How everything is a freaking scam. How they scam you. The government doesn't want you to be rich. They don't want you to be strong. So you should worry about this. So later on, you can just chill out and you just have so many companies, you have so many businesses, you have so many people around you, so many good people around you. And then you can just sit there and say, I was fucking right. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more with you, my man. But like at the end of the day, it's like you kind of got to look at it for what the whole situation is. Everybody has been indoctrinated into this system. I mean, there is more of them than there are of us with, you know, this free mind, this free, free thinking mind that can travel different places essentially um, and think about the craziest ideas. Um, while most people 
you know, are living day to day. They're living in this robotic state where they, they just do everything the same Monday through Friday. Oh, I have the weekend, so Saturday, Sunday, you know, let's go drinking. That's, yeah. that's their mindset. It's like, they're not building at all. So they're not creating their life. They're just experience experiencing life. At the they're end just the letting life happening to them. Like mm-hmm. they're just not even creating their own life. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting for something to come, but nothing will come at all. I mean, they just, they're just letting life happen to them. Yeah. And it's just, um, you know, it's, it's just the way how they're in school and they got, you know, obviously as a kid, you had a lot of creativity in your brain mm-hmm. and a lot of things that you wanted to do. You look up to a lot of people, you want to be an astronaut, you want to be someone big. And then it just got drained after you, you finished school. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. everything is great in your brain. Like be- before you go to school, everything was colorful in your brain. And not, and then after you graduate, it's just like you don't feel anything anymore. It's just everything is gray. Life, your life sucks, right? You're having a job or wait, hold on, not even having a job. You just graduated from, let's say, from, from the university, right? People clap for you. Oh, my God, you have the university degree. Finally, man, you get a job. But the chances are so low that you get a job. You're too expensive now. Mm-hmm. So you now have to sit at home, wait for another job that you might not even get. Exactly. And then... You're just uh, waiting for another job, but then you need to freaking fill the stocks at Walmart or something like that because you're just too expensive to get a job that you studied for. I mean, it's it's fucking crazy, man. It's not 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 only that, but the amount of debt that most people are sitting on nowadays is absolutely insane. Uh, like student loans. I mean, it's 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 mind-boggling. It's but 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 the thing is, isn't that funny? You cannot lend money for a business but you can lend money to get education and Mm -hmm. that education is not even proper it's not even proper education like i had a discussion before covid and before uh like we had that covid crash with a girl who was studying university and she told me everything is fine in the economy everything is well this and that she knows better i told her wait there is something going to happen i don't know what but they're going to crash they're going to crash the entire stock market and crypto could also be included. She was like, no, I'm studying university. How how can that happen? You didn't even study at university. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. And then I didn't even spoke to her. I mean, I blocked her. I just removed her because I don't like these people, right? Yeah, no, remove but the negativity. It crashed. it crashed. COVID came, everything crashed. So that that that's just telling you all of these people that are studying university, they're, they're just doing a lot of big things. They think they know everything. Mm-hmm. They are just um, these all of these teachers, they don't know shit. And they are uh, they're they're teaching certain things what they're allowed to teach by the government. And they're telling them, obviously, the elites, they cannot tell them everything. I mean, obviously, otherwise they would be exposed. So they're just literally propagating all of these people, all of these teachers, and they're telling them what they need to teach their uh their students so exactly, it's, man. It's uh it's the curriculum that they have to follow in every single you know school um and it's it's a shame because it's like by the time that you do get out of school you're like you said you're gray everything around you is gray because it's everything like everything is gray yeah. i gotta go fucking to my nine to five every day like that sucks like i'm not sure about you i i know for a fact that you would definitely not want to do a nine to five the rest of your life with the amount of i mean you got to look at that as well. Like most people graduating now, like this, this came across my mind today. Most people that are going to be graduating in the next five to 10 years, most of their jobs are going to be replaced by what AI, by AI technology. Yeah. 
So it's like, I'm looking at this right now and it's like, what's even the point of even going to college like and wasting all this money when you know when there's literally it's uh, it's statistically proven that AI is going to beat out almost every single competitor um, in the next five years. You know, we're going to see an increase of all this technology in the next five years. Yeah. So actually, the thing about this is um, there are just a lot of people and also the people around them. They're all going to school. They are going to uh, freaking graduate. Their parents are telling them, listen, you go to school, you're going to get graduated, you're going to you're going to get a job. So they think that it's just always going to be that way. Right. Mm -hmm. You're going to school, you're going to get a job, you're going mm -hmm. to pay off your debt and that's going to be life. But they have no idea that the fourth industrial revolution is coming. And, and wait, let me do a Klaus Schwab phrase. Oh. The fourth industrial revolution. That's how he said that. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. I mean, it's sad what's, what's going to come, right? I mean, we all know the fourth industrial revolution with quantum computing, with AI technology, with a lot of things that are coming. Social credit score system uh, with uh, CO2 budgets. These people are not ready. Like literally, it's 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 going to be a whole nother world, and they're just getting slapped by reality very soon. And we have obviously we have the opportunity to capitalize on it. Mm -hmm. And it really sounds maybe egoistic, or I know a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, you're investing in XRP, you're investing in the devil coin." No, I just want to make sure that I capitalize on every single opportunity. So if they want to implement a CO2 budget on something, I want to make sure that I may invest in a company that creates that type of platform. So that's just me. I mean, exactly, dude. And that comes down to, you know, duality at the end of the day. It, may, it might be like, yeah, Ripple's working with some fucking shady companies. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like we're going to be the ones that profit. But like we're taking away monies from the elites themselves so no, we the can whole, use this money to empower ourselves yeah, so and our community around us true yeah so so the funny thing is the whole the whole uh, ripple team is actually most of them are democrats and people say like oh why are they democrats oh they just um invited bill gates or like the the other guy bill clinton they just invited bill clinton on there as well it's not good it's not good for us well it actually is because the democrats if they are Democrats, that means they're obviously going to win. They're obviously going to win. If they were against the system, if they were all Republicans, and they were all like, oh, fuck the government, the chances were high that they would not succeed. And now they are because they're they're obviously Democrats. I mean, even David Schwartz, mm. he is a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And 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 a Brad Gollinghaus, he doesn't want to say it, but he obviously is a Democrat too. And these people, I mean, if you want to win, you have to bet on the right horse. And the right horse is xrp it just is what it is i mean i couldn't agree more with you that those statements are you know just facts <laughs> you yeah. know it's facts over feelings in this space and it's like too many people get their feelings involved when it does come to crypto just because of you know not only how volatile it is just because it's like hey why don't you just look at the facts you know there's a list of them you just have to read but no one wants to read them no one wants to read it um but yeah dude uh that's 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 awesome but uh so regarding xrp have you discovered i mean i'm assuming you've definitely discovered uh the riddlers and the riddle community what do you what are your thoughts yeah so when i started to research xrp you know back um back in the middle of 2018 i started to discover um bearable guy right the bearable guy one two three 
And actually, in the beginning, he was right on a lot of things. Like when the bull run happened back in 2017, he was on Reddit and he was talking about certain things, right? Uh, like, uh, uh, you know, pay a lot of attention on XRP. He was more direct. Like he wasn't really doing like these, all of these arts and all of these riddles. He was direct. He was literally saying, guys, pay attention to Ripple. Pay attention to an XRP to to like, you know, um, the price going up this and then the price going up in the next few months because the price has been quiet for a long time. Make sure to check it out. Make sure to research it. So he was more direct to people on Reddit. But now it's kind of different because he is posting a lot of these posters like once in like six months. Um, if it comes to BG, um, if I have any opinion on it, I mean, it, uh, around the beginning, I do understand why a lot of people were believing in him because he was right at the beginning. He was mm -hmm. right. And uh, then later on, I mean, he started to post a lot of other things. And obviously people are going to decode it. You have like a poster where he's like sitting uh, at his home, you know, and, and it's like Christmas and you see like a calendar and which is called uh, like a calendar from 2019. And everyone was like trying to solve what's really going to happen. So yeah, it's kind of a little bit entertainment. And I also do understand why people are pissed uh, and mad because they usually used to believe in, you know, into a Riddler. And then obviously they're just trying to research and just, just trying to get a lot of dates. Like, oh, something's about to happen the next two months, ladies and gentlemen, you know, and then you're going to be hyped and excited. And then what happens is that obviously, you know, nothing will happen. And mm -hmm. then you're going to be disappointed. And they're like, fuck, fuck this mm -hmm. Riddler guys, man. What, what, what the hell's going on with these guys? So, yeah, I kind of do understand their uh, their perspective, too. And if it comes to the other Riddlers, like there's also one other, right? Um, one that was like Ripple Riddler. I don't know if you know that. Oh, guy. yes. Yeah. So he was really good, like with video editing, and he was like uh, making a lot of these videos and also some pictures. I mean, look, we are the only community that has these weird Riddlers. <laughs> we're the only community. Yeah, it makes no Isn't sense. Like, I, don't, I don't understand. It's like, where the fuck did they come from, and why are yeah. they? Why did they choose XRP and Ripple? Like yeah, that's something that has always question that has been like a question in the back of my mind. Yeah, so I do believe that some of these Riddlers they know about certain things because otherwise they would not like. Have you ever heard of a Stellar Riddler or like a <laughs> Ethereum Riddler? Nope, there is none of that. It's weird. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's definitely something to question. Um, so it's it's definitely something very interesting that you know. It is is very in enjoyable, you know, seeing people try and decode um, on Twitter. A lot of people get flus flustered, um, <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's kind of like at the end of the day, it's like kind of cancel out the noise, like all the noise. It's like if you want to do fucking riddles, do riddles. Like if you want to try and decode, do try, like try. Um, but if you don't, it's like, all right, cool. Like, you know, the end goal, you know, the end game, just invest and fucking hold and Put it in your nano ledger, and that's it. That's that's how you win. You yeah, invest, that's, and do, invest and do nothing. That's about yeah. it. And that's so. And that's really, really true. What you just said. I mean, um, and also what I have to say is the XRP community is actually one of the greatest community out there because the Riddlers and all of these other things what happened in the past brought us all together. And I'm also very grateful for a lot of other things. And the reason why I'm very grateful is because if all of this didn't happen, right, the Riddlers or the lawsuit or it, it didn't took that long, let's say you were investing in XRP for the first time right now and you would get rich in the next month. Mm. 
we would not talk with each other. We would not have this connection. We will not have this networking uh, group connection on Twitter. We will not have a lot of people around us. So actually on every um, bad outcome, there is always some positive stuff. So yeah, we were waiting for a long time, but still we met amazing people. And that's also the things that we should be, that, that we should be very thankful about, you know? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's always a blessing when you wake up every single day. I mean, and you get to put a smile on your face and, uh, you know, say, hey, I get to invest in XRP today. And Man, it feels I, so good, bro, to just wake up and just to realize you have a community out there. You have people that you know, you have people that you love. You invest in something that we all will get rich from. Exactly. You're just bro. waking up. You hear the fucking birds. I mean, I, I haven't heard the birds before I was investing in crypto. <laughs> now I do hear the birds. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that 100%. It's like, especially, you know, having, having you know, your assets safe on an analyzer, can't, you can't beat it. You, you really can't True. beat it. Yeah. Then you um, will always sleep way better. I mean, if you're leaving, if you're leaving it on an exchange, I mean, we all know what's going to happen. I mean, obviously... Mm -hmm we you have no clue which exchange is going to be trustworthy mm -hmm. and if you have it on a ledger i mean it's obviously going to be safe yeah. and that's why i i always keep telling these guys you know all and also the new people who are dming me about crypto and all of that stuff the first thing i say is do you have a ledger nano yes or no <laughs> because you really need to get it because that's that's just the most secure wallet that you can ever have yeah that's that's like number one it's like not your keys not your crypto that's that's Indeed, like the yeah. main phrase in this space it's like you got to hold what you own or else it's like your shit can get taken away in two seconds and it's like you would have no idea yeah i mean look at celsius and look at three euro capital look mm -hmm. at all the other exchanges that just went down i mean it's it's really sad to see i mean and and especially all of these people with family that i've spoken to for the for the past few years that were all happy they were all investing and then all of a sudden one fucking click one announcement that they didn't have funds oh wait guys wait we do have funds and we are going to fix this and eventually everything tanks and all the drama happens and eventually you will never get your money and it's also even sad for the people that that uh were uh, holding their XRPs on Celsius or on other platforms that are not giving their flares, um, or they're like saying, "Oh, we're just going to give your 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 flare coins another time." It's just sad to see. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's unregulated markets. It's literally the wild wild west out here. It's like every anything and everything is is it's it can happen at any given moment. Um, and it's like you always have to be. You know, 589 steps ahead of everybody else in this True. space. Yeah, it's facts. Um, but it's like, as you were talking about exchanges, I mean, we just heard Binance's, uh, you know, whole whole spiel with uh, the $100,000 limit. And we just heard the other day, you know, um, what was it, Kraken? Um, no more staking. No, oh, yeah, with Kraken. yeah. What are your thoughts on, you know, Binance raising their limit to a hundred thousand per transaction and you know correct and or deal with the their new enforcement excluding uh ethereum yeah so binance used you know they're as of this moment the good guys because you know they also kind of exposed luna they also kind of exposed some other exchanges but you never know you will never know um, if they have enough funds until you heard about it, right? Until mm -hmm. you you find some rumors that something, you know, they have no funds anymore or the SEC is trying to, uh, you know, uh, have a lot of uh, like, like, let's say they want to start a lawsuit against Binance or they want to do something. 
at that point, then you obviously know. So it's just like you said, it's a unregulated market. You have no clue um, if you are going to be on those exchanges and you're going to invest, you're going to put your funds on it. It's obviously like as long as you have your Legend Nano, that's obviously the most important thing. But there are a lot of people out there who still has their funds on a lot of other exchanges. So uh, that's the first thing what I'm always uh, am saying about it. Get your funds out of these exchanges because it could be Kraken or it could be Binance next. We don't know up until we hear about it. And then it's too late. Everything will tank and you will not maybe be able to get your funds out. And then it's already too late. So better be saved than sorry. I mean, Binance, they're now the good guys, right? They, mm -hmm. They're now the good guys, but you never know what's going to happen. Mm. And just, just like I was saying, with the elites, they're always coming with problem, reaction, solution, right? Same thing with COVID. Problem, the problem is virus. Yep. Uh, the reaction is people are going to be very, uh, very, very fearful. They're very, um, you know, they just want to listen to the government, what the hell they, they want to say to them. And then they, they come with the solution. And what is the solution? The vaccine. And mm -hmm. the same thing is going to be going, maybe going to happen in crypto where, they have the problem, unregulated markets, people are getting rugged, exchanges are going to uh, close up. And then the reaction is people are going to be sad, people are going to lose a lot of money. And then the, re and then the solution is going to be regulatory clarity. So I hope nothing mm. bad is going to happen, mm. but I think some more exchanges are going down in yeah. order for them to implement their solution. And that's going to be regulatory clarity. But yeah, I mean, within the next 24 months, I think, you know, we're going to see some crazy changes that happen, not just within crypto, but also our financial global economy as a whole. Um, I'm not sure what, where you see that happening. Um, I'm not sure what your opinions are with, you know, keeping money in the bank right now, if you should have money in the bank or, you know, you should have it locked up in precious metals and other cryptocurrencies and digital assets. Um, Got to get your opinions. Yeah, so... um obviously it's a little bit risky to hold your funds uh, on the bank because just like the exchanges on crypto, you have no idea which banks are also going down. But the thing is the elites are also backing these bankers. Mm. So actually, you know, they're, they're always trying their best to fund these banks in order to make, make it function. So holding your funds in the bank. All right, cool. But I would rather uh, diversify into crypto, have some, on your bank. I mean, obviously you have to pay some bills and all that stuff. So have some of some of the amounts in your bank, but also I'm, I'm also a huge fan of um, precious metal. If it comes to gold or silver, because I just, I truly believe that silver is very undervalued. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that JP Morgan and other people are just suppressing the freaking price. I mean, you already see what is happening with like with other precious metals. I mean, they're being suppressed so hard. And just like we heard about Russia, Putin, he really wants a gold-backed stable coin. They're mm -hmm. starting to make moves right now. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I truly believe have some on the bank. I mean, obviously you have to pay certain things, get some of the amounts in crypto on your ledger nano, and also have obviously some precious metal because you never know. Maybe they're going to... Um, maybe cause some blackout where you don't even have access to your banks or, or not even to your crypto. So what is going to happen next? You have your precious metal. You have some other things in order. Let's say something bad happens. You are able to trade them, right? For certain other things. So mm. if it really goes down to the, you know, to that part where everything shuts down, 
you might have some things that are valuable, right? And that's obviously priced metal. Yeah, no, I mean, I again, I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, so do you see uh, in the foreseeable future that uh, our stock market and global economy is going to experience some turbulence this year um, and within like the next 24 months? Is it going to be... In your opinion, do you think it's like correlates to how crypto um, regulation comes into play? Yeah, I mean, as we all know, um, is that the whole crypto market is obviously also going along with the stock market. I mean, we've, we've seen every single crash. It, it does follow the stock market, sadly. And it's not just moving on their own. I mean, obviously, we're moving way harder or we're like going up way harder, right? But if, you, if we're going to look at the economy as a whole... Mm. We should look at the elections. I mean, what is happening next year? We have an election. And Joe Biden wants to become, you know, obviously they want to portray him as one of the best presidents. You need to vote for him once again. So they're obviously going to make sure that the stocks are well. Everything is going to be uh, like on top. Everything is going to be very well. So I do believe that they're just trying to hold it for a little bit more longer. Hmm. And then after the elections, I mean, it 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 it's it always plays a big impact if it comes to the elections. And I'm I'll, I'll, and I'm always paying attention to certain politics and what are they saying and what are they trying to implement, and what are they manipulating and what are the people how are mm. they reacting right? And I'm just mm. and then I'm just trying to see how they are reacting. So I'm just totally doing the opposite. So what I believe is this shit show can continue up until like let's say a year or a year and a half. And then after the election, I mean, the elections are very important, especially in the United States. Mm-hmm. And after that happens, I mean, we can go into a depression or we can something like that can happen. But they're just holding. They're just keep holding the value. They just keep holding the stock market. But at the end of the day, what they're printing, what they're printing their dollars, eventually that needs to end. And they know that's about to happen. But then the question is, will there will there be a crash? Or mm. will there just be a transition in mm. that time over to to, to the, the the CBDC, the central bank digital currencies? So then the question actually is, will we experience that crash, and will we then see like you know the 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 transition, or will we just see the transition directly before the crash? Mm. So we act like nothing happens, right? So oh, we're just moving over to CBDC, central bank digital currencies, and um, here you guys are going to have like maybe a thousand. Uh, digital dollars for free because you guys are going to use a system because you guys are so good and we want to provide for you guys we want to be totally honest with you guys so and that's actually what they did in china they gave their own people before they fully implemented their mm-hmm. digital yuan they gave these people like some amounts so they can use that system and and now everybody's on it yeah. everybody's using that that uh, that uh, digital yuan right now or the wechat yeah yeah, WeChat is like the the global app that literally, you know, you do something wrong. Hey, no, you can't do that. They take what they put your accounts on froze, and they basically have control over everything you do. They oversee True. everything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking I'm, I mean, it's also scary that other presidents and Klaus Schwab it's himself mm. is even saying that China is a role model for mm. the world. That's already scary. Mm. Um, and that. And oh. and also the thing about the CBDC, the central bank digital currencies, um, you know, obviously what you just said about WeChat, it's obviously just like a WhatsApp type of application where you can pay. And if you do something wrong, 
I mean, they have everything. Their bank accounts are linked. Their ID is totally linked. Their mobile phone completely is just completely linked. Their healthcare information is completely linked into one centralized application. And that's obviously the social credit score system where if you say something about Xinping, like, hey, Xinping has a small dick. Oh, your ass is going to jail right now. Your ass is going to jail or you uh, or your, your score points will just get lowered by 100 points. And that means you have uh, 500 points. So that also means that you need to work or like do certain uh, like jobs to higher up your points. And because of your points getting lowered, you might not be able to go to certain places. You might not even get into a public, maybe to get into a public transport place because you have a 500 score and you might get, you know, you might work up there or you might delete that tweet that that, that you just said that Jinping has a small dick. We <laughs> might give you back that 100 points or otherwise you cannot participate in our society. Oh, That's geez. actually China right now. Jeez. So like if you were in China, your score would probably be like negative, like a trillion or something like that. Bro, I would be homeless. <laughs> negative 200. <laughs> they would probably kill me, but they won't. They're like, you know, fuck this homeless guy. This guy. <laughs> oh, shit. So that kind of like just take. Can you can you actually just talk about your book for uh, a second? I just know because it's uh, it kind of relates to what we were just talking about a little bit. Yeah, so um, one year ago, it was around March 2022, I wrote a book called Scam 19, Expose the Great Reset. So that's actually a kind of like, I would say a diss track, but it's most like a diss book against a Klaus Schwab's book called um, um, COVID-19, The Great Reset. And mm-hmm. I called it Scam 19, Expose the Great Reset as a diss. And actually, I expose the entire government i expose the entire globalist ideas that they have and i just put it like i'm totally honest i'm totally honest what they want like what they're saying is like oh we want a greater economy we want this to be better that to be better but what what i'm literally writing down in the book is literally what they want and it might be shocking for a lot of people but this is the cold heart reality and this book is 120 pages so for people who really don't want to read much, but who do want to know a lot about the Great Reset plans and what's really happening. Um, this book is perfect because it just doesn't really have much pages. And I'm really going straight to it. Like, it's not just another story of me telling certain things. It's just literally going straight to it, talking uh, and just literally like chapter after chapter, you're going to realize every single like if it comes to the metaverse, if it comes to uh, the CO2 budget, if it comes mm. to the vegan, the vegan propaganda, if it comes to a lot of other things, the social credit score system, the, the biochips implants, you're all about these little things that I'm just putting in this book. You will get the whole picture and start to think like, man, this world is totally different than I used to think. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they they do such a good job with hiding mostly everything they do in plain sights. They tell us a lot of things that happen. Um, They leave it up to us, you know, to figure it out. And it's only those with, you know, the eyes that can see and the ears that can kind of hear that can almost navigate through, you know, this propaganda. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard, uh, especially for, for, for those people to realize what's really going on. But I would say, I mean, what happened during COVID, I mean, if you're still not... 
if you're still not realizing that, that everything is a scam, I mean, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, COVID literally exposed all of these people, what they're trying to do, right? With the vaccines that even don't work. Mm -hmm. They were telling them all types of things. Oh, the vaccine is working. The vaccine will stop the transition. Mm -hmm. Well, it didn't. And people are not asking these questions. They're like, they're getting the news mm -hmm. and then they're taking the vaccine. And then they're just obviously going to to forget everything what they were telling them. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's also something in them that everything what they hear, they capitalize mm -hmm. on what they are saying. Mm. And obviously they're thinking for them. And then later on, they just forget about it. They're not saying, oh, wait, a year ago, Bill Gates told us to take the vaccine because it was safe. But now it turns out my cousin just died from it. So what's what's really going on? Let me research. Let me see what's really behind the truth. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it. They just forget about it. And they're just moving on with their with their miserable life. I mean, it's sad. Yeah, dude. I mean, I know in the, the Supreme Court and uh, this earlier this week in the u.s they were basically exposing you know twitter staff um secretaries of the state were going after twitter staff and saying hey you have literally no credentials to be banning anybody on twitter and then she was like hey uh did you go to get did you get your doctorate did you get you know do you have a degree um and they were like, uh, no. And then they're like, why the fuck are you even doing this in the first place? It's like, you have no yeah, fucking right. It's like these doctors are just sharing their opinions and, and their truth. They have knowledge that you motherfuckers don't, basically. And it's like, this knowledge has been suppressed. All the truth has been suppressed. And it's like, slowly and slowly, every single day, you know, a little bit more of information is coming out. Um but it's like it's crazy because it's like from day one, like I, I mean, I, I realized I told everybody else around me. I was like, yo, this fucking COVID shit is a bullshit. It is all a fucking scam. It's bullshit. It's like the they want to kill us all at the end of the day. This is a part of their plan. It has been, you know, Agenda 2030. Um, and it's crazy because it's like everything is really playing out to a T, like how they want it to be played out, so to say. Yeah, and you can kind of compare this with uh, WWE wrestling. I don't know if you know about WWE wrestling. I mean, yep. you do live in the United States. You have to know about it. Hell so. yeah, bro. Come on now. I grew up on Jeff Hardy, The Undertaker, John Cena. All the legends. I mean, it's kind of like that because um, I kind of know the wrestling business because I know a lot of people who are into wrestling. And it's just like the same thing what happens right now. I mean... You are a wrestler and you're backstage, right? Let's mm -hmm. say two, three hours before the show, um, you will have a piece of paper and then you will see like, all right, who's going to win? Uh, so let's say I'm going against you and you are going to win. Ryan is going to give me a head kick and then I'm going to lay on the ground. You're just going to walk around and show yourself who the hell you are. And then I'm going to wake up like the Undertaker. I'm going to choke slam you. And then you're just going to pin me, this and that. And then you're going to win. So I know what's going to happen before the match. In this world, you have people that are pushing the narratives and that are and the, and that are just pushing all of these other th uh, yes, just like the puppets, yes, just like the puppets. The same thing what happens in WWE, it's also happening right now with the World Economic Forum. They're all they're all having this show. They're all talking, laughing like, oh, this is just my idea, what I just want. Yes, I want you to have a a slave system. It's just really amazing. Yeah, it's really mm -hmm. cool. But actually. They were told, they were told to say that. And the same thing like WWE, oh, I'm just going to uh, headbutt you. And then you're just going to, uh, you know, you're you're just going to fall on the ground. I'm just going to do a rolling senton on you. 
But the end game is you're going to win that match. Well, the same thing with the globalists. They know everything. They know every single outcome. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the difference between, yeah. Exactly, dude. I mean, I, I think it was Shakespeare and uh, Francis Bacon that said back in the day, the world is a stage. I mean, that's going back to the hundreds and uh, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. They're telling you straight up, hey, the world is a fucking stage. So listen up, like make sure you can see clearly because, hey, there's certain shit that's happened around you that shouldn't be happening that you should be paying attention to. You know, you should wake up to what's really happening because this this world that we see that we live in isn't what we know it to really be. Yeah. And also the same thing with the Roman Empire, right? When they got invaded, Mm-hmm. They were setting up this whole coliseum filled with people, right? Filled with a lot of people and just entertaining all of these people, right? They're they're going to have fights. They're going to have a lot of entertainment. People are going to sing. There's just a lot of, there's just this big show and everyone wanted to go there. Everyone wanted to witness it while they were getting invaded. Yep. That shows you, that shows you that just with entertainment, you can control people. And just like like you were saying about this Twitter stuff, you know, that these people had to testify. Mm-hmm. I can bet you right now, not like just 1% would just watch that because the news is not telling shit about that. Everyone is quiet. No one is saying anything about that. Like mm-hmm. big on the news. Oh, they have to testify. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We should we really should pay attention because they were banning Trump. They were banning Andrew Tate. We really should pay attention because, you know, that's not what the government's going to do. The media is not going to do that. They're they, going to, sh- they, uh, they they're point just you going in to one keep direction. quiet on certain things. Yeah. They point you in one direction while, you know, there's a whole separate scene going on over there. It's like, oh, what's happening over here? It's like the one big distraction while over there. It's like, oh, my God, they're doing all this behind the scenes while everyone else is distracted. Um, I mean, that's how most information is released. I mean, you know, they don't tell the television, tell live vision for nothing. True. Just like a magician, right? They have a coin in this hand and then he's like showing you something here and Mm -hmm. you're paying attention to this. And I'm just doing something, and they look. Oh wow, what a nice trick! Exactly. If you pay attention, exactly. It was just a cheap trick, and you would know like what he was about to do. But you were paying attention to this. Exactly. It's uh, that that just you know all that fugazi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and actually, and 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 actually, the same thing with what is really happening as of today with the crypto world. Mm. And also with this regulatory clarity, I mean, you have a lot of people, they're now realizing that the SEC is totally, totally corrupt. And I'm I'm really happy um, that more people are starting to realize. I mean, I read the news since the beginning. And I also do believe with this lawsuit is um, they're just trying to delay it. Like, for how long have we been waiting? Like for two years, more than two years, right? Yep. And, and they just keep moving the dates. Oh, it could be March. Oh, wait, hold on. It could be May. Or no, it could be end of 2023. Mm-hmm. And what I do believe at that point is they are literally steering the dates because they're going to match it with that CBDC. Because now they have other things going on, right? They had the vaccine two years ago. They had that propaganda. And then they're they're moving over to climate. People having climate anxiety, climate depression. <laughs> they're trying to push that right now. And then when the time is right, they're going to say, hey, Gary, push on that button. Just say, listen, um, we're going to settle. Your uh, Ripple, Brad Gollinghouse, or Chris Larson, the chairman, listen, you're going to have a little fine. It could be like around 
five million. Just pay it, and we're going to settle. And um, yeah, uh, the lawsuit is over, and um, you can finally um, provide the product to us. But actually, what's sad it is the the United States is actually behind. I mean, you have all the other countries who are right now mm -hmm. starting to research on CBDCs, right, on central bank digital currencies. They are now researching a lot of things, and you are you already have countries operating on cbdc's mm -hmm. while you have the united states holding back this technology it's just it's it's and it's the united states it's the united states they should have been first in everything right and now they're behind yep yep i could agree more with you fucking l fucking united states yeah. america <laughs> united america. states of america america <laughs> oh geez um but yeah i mean do you do you honestly see like a brighter future um like besides you know the whole cbdc global takeover like because i i realized you know claude schwab wasn't and uh, george soros weren't at davos this year did that question your mind at all like cross your mind at all yeah so um i heard about that indeed um i've saw people tweeting about it that Klaus schwab wasn't on the World Economic Forum this year. Mm -hmm. But it turns out he was because I was following the entire segment. I was going on the website. Mm. Bill mm. Gates wasn't there. That was true. But Klaus Schwab was there, but he kind of looked sick. So it could be true that he planned not to go, but then he still went there. But um, he kind of sounded sick. He kind of looked a little bit sick, but he, he indeed was on the World Economic Forum um, meeting. And um, he was like talking with... Um, with the girl from the um, what was that it was i think Lugan? i think it was christine lagar who he was talking to and some okay. other keynote speakers yeah but uh yeah he was there oh i i i thought that was false rumor okay well now i know the truth appreciate it but but i'm happy that a lot of people are now starting to question things and yeah. they're yeah. going up there they're going to davos to like ask questions like hey what are you guys doing here right and there was like one interview with a Chinese woman or she was from Japan and she was like, Mr. Klaus, Mr. Klaus, I have a question. I have a question. And Klaus was like walking and he was walking with like not even much security. It was like a couple of people uh, like besides him. And there was this woman like, I really I'm a fan of the World Economic Forum. I really want to ask questions. And, and then Klaus was obviously turning around and he was like, all right, someone is a fan of me. <laughs> the World Economic Forum, let me answer that question. <laughs> He he just came up. He was like, "Which media are you wish?" And and then she was like, "I am from the independent media." Oh no no thank you thank you. And then he walked away. <laughs> this guy box. walked away. He was like, "Independent media? Oh fuck this shit! I'm gone." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, that was oh funny. God, that's fucking too funny. Wow, that's too funny. Um, so do you see a brighter future though? Like, do you see like, hey, you know, there's another side to things where you know, not just black hats, but there's white hats, and there's a there's been you know, strategically placed players. You know, Donald Trump has had his hands on, um, and this gigantic chessboard game we see playing on. Yeah. So um, first, when I was researching, um, you know, the white hats and what they're trying to do and all of that stuff, um, I was indeed believing into there has to be some other power. I mean, you have the dark power. You obviously have some other power who are trying to fight back. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so then, yeah, there was Trump out there. And I was probably one of the first out there who was when Trump was running and he was announcing that he was running in 2015. 
I was so happy because I knew that the elites were, were kind of against him because the media was negative, mm-hmm. really negative. And I was I was really thinking because I knew Trump way before he was running for president. I was just a little fan of him because I read certain books like The Art of the Deal as a kid. And I just really I was just fascinating about him. Right. He was rich. He had a lot of things. He had also a lot of downfalls. He was like bankrupt for six, seven times. And he just came back. And then he wrote another book, The Art of the Deal, The, the Great Comeback. And and that just really inspired me as a kid. And then seeing him running, I was like, man, this is pretty amazing. But then you had other people saying, like, what the fuck are you saying? He's talking about Mexicans getting out of this country. He's talking about closing the borders. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, and then I had my own arguments. And then, you know, it, it was a clash at school, man. I mean, mm-hmm. and then I was still in school and I was like one of the only Trump fans out there. It was yep. so fun. It was yep. really fun. I mean, it was definitely when I was in high school, it was definitely mixed when uh, Trump was running. Um but it was like both sides. People liked him. Some people didn't. Um, I did get canceled in high school, though. For, for liking Trump? Yeah, yeah. I wore I wore Damn. I wore a Trump T-shirt actually. It was uh. And then it people was, would it be was, like, "Oh, this guy's probably racist, one hundred percent." Uh huh. It he's was white li- too, so he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> it was li- it was Liberty Beer Guns and Trump. It was like for the Fourth of July. It was like we had like a like a Fourth of July theme party. So I just bought it for that party, and I posted a picture online, and everyone hated it because the acronym was LGBT. Oh yeah, that was like uh, I saw that shirt on, uh-huh. on Bryson. Bryson had that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, like LGBT. So, that was I, like liberal uh, something with guns and yeah, 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 yeah. Liberty beer guns Trump. Yeah, I got yeah, canceled man. for that. And the that funny game. thing was, uh, when he became president, I bought, um, I bought like the Trump hat. But actually, sadly, that hat wasn't like the original one. It was, it came from China. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that hat was, uh, especially from China. But but then later on, uh, I met a great friend who sent me a real Trump hat from oh, awesome. the United States. So I'm really happy to own it. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Damn. So um. What are your what do you where do you see XRP going um in the next few years? Where do you where do you see it playing out uh with this new so, system? So um if we had the conversation, you know, about um obviously the quantum financial system and obviously yep. the CBDC system. Yep. Actually, XRP is in the middle. Mm. XRP can be used for the good guys and it can also be used for the bad guys. Because XRP um can be implemented in the quantum financial system backed by gold. Right, mm. it can be, but it can also be that the globalists are going to use XRP for bridging their CBDC central bank digital currencies. So, actually, for us, mm. it's a big win for both sides. So, with XRP, I have no doubt. I mean, look at the people who are on board. I mean, I'm still surprised that there are people out there who have no clue about Ripple and XRP. They're just saying XRP is a scam and Ripple, the company, is a scam. But take a look at the people who are working there. Rosie Royce, a former treasury, head of treasury, she has her autograph on every single $100 bill from 2009 up until 2016 on a $100 bill. And you call her a scam. Yoshitaka Kitao, right? The man of SBI groups, head of SBI groups. He is on board on Ripple. He owns 70% 70 of all the banks in Japan. You got so many big people, even David Schwartz, who had a pattern back in 1988, mm. distributed technology 
that was the beginning for him. David Schwartz was such a young man. He was a genius. He's still a genius as of today. He mm. created this technology, XRP Ledger. Mm. Back in 1988, he had that pattern. Distributed computer technology. Think about it. And now XRP Ledger. And he's still even making it more perfect. He's still working on it, even when the technology is already perfect. But he thinks, no, I'm just going to make it even more perfect. I'm just going to make it more better. That's the genius that he is. And you got Brad Garlinghouse obviously making PayPal successful. All the other companies, Yahoo too, he was also on board on that. And just looking at the entire team, I mean, it's it's a international alliance that are just coming. And you also have people from BlackRock that are on board on Ripple. So if people are saying that, that Ripple will not succeed, I mean, they're truly delusional. It's freaking crazy not to see this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that basically sums it up for, you know, XRP's future. Um, do you have any price predictions for where you see this coin going? You know, if it's going to be backed by gold, you know, hey, the whole kind of, kind of uh, the whole economy has to get reset um, at some point. You know, inflation kind of can't keep going on like this forever. Um, they're going to combat it somehow. I mean, yeah, we could go into oblivion with the inflation, but, you know, eventually... Uh, we're going to get to a point where the system does have, you know, we see the cracks today um, and there's leaks coming through the system and soon enough, and the dam is about be, to break. Exactly. The dam is about to break and we're going to see a tsunami um, of red. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's also true. But what I, what I would really, what I think about this, everything, what is happening as of this moment. And obviously with XRP, and the price point, like I've seen a lot of posts of people, you know, saying, oh, there could be a buyback. Uh, there could be banks buying back XRP for 35000 per XRP. Um, David Schwartz debunked that. So um, now I already know, like, okay, this can definitely not happen. So I, I thought first, like, okay, why would they buy back for 35000 Where you can get Where you can get XRP for like 30 cents or like 40 cents right now. So... It's, you know, that's that's kind of the other thing about it. And there were also people talking about XRP can reach up to 10,000, up to 1,000. And the thing with it with this is it may sound very crazy. But if you look at the volume that ODL is going to handle, if it comes to a lot of banks that are going to be on board, if it comes to the derivative market, if it comes to the entire ecosystem if it comes to the financial market going to be on the xrp ledger mm. and with xrp bridging every single cbdc the amounts of volume and what also david swartz said we cannot um uh, with xrp being dirt cheap around 40 cents we cannot handle bigger transactions we need xrp's price at around it could be more than a thousand in order to handle bigger transactions, just like Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. You could not purchase a house when Bitcoin was around five or 10 bucks or maybe even hundred bucks. Right now, Bitcoin is at around 23,000, 22,000. Now you can purchase a house. Same thing with XRP. We need a higher price in order to handle higher transactions. So... What could the price be of XRP once XRP is fully implemented into the financial system? I would say more than a thousand. That's that's for sure. 
and you're just gonna leave it at that um yep i'm good with that i'm good with that you know not financial advice for anyone out there not financial advice <laughs> i just had to but say just, that uh, yeah just just giving you know your opinion and uh that's uh good to, good to hear good to hear you know but i think we're on a similar track with everything yeah man that's for sure um but yeah so what does the future hold for you my man so currently my main goal um first my goal was like purely focusing on money right mm-hmm. so at the beginning i was just focusing on making money and making sure i have enough money but then i started to realize i can inspire a lot of people i have so many followers on twitter i have people dming me people admiring me people looking up to me so now my goal is actually to inspire a lot of people to connect and to inspire people because if we don't have this whole connection this whole community we all would just watch the news and just watch the chart and we have just created something really amazing while with years of waiting for xrp and it may sounds you know horrible waiting years for something to finally flourish right we have found something amazing and that's the xrp community mm-hmm. because we're all on the same track it doesn't matter if you have a wife, if you're single, if you're old or young. We all want to become a better person. We also want to become a better version of yourself. You want to get rich. You want to also be more independent from the government. So you also want to stay away from them. Mm-hmm. So we're all on the same page. And that's so beautiful to see. So my future is definitely going to keep inspiring these people, keep becoming this role model, besides just giving financial advice or certain other things about XRP or crypto. Mm-hmm. I just want to become a person where I die, where I'm just going to leave that footprint and people are just going to look up and say, wow, this man inspired a lot of people. And also the guy that pissed off Klaus Schwab very bad. And I already did. I canceled his Opal 4 meeting last year. So I will do more <laughs> stuff. I mean... You know, something has to do. I mean, I have to poke Klaus Schwab. I mean, public enemy number one. Yeah. You're on his number one list of public enemy. So, (laughs) I mean, it's funny because since I canceled the Open Forum meeting, uh, the funny thing is um, how we actually did it is I had a group chat of a lot of people Mm. and uh, a lot of people against the government, against certain things. So we just had this little group where we were talking about a lot of things. And I was always posting certain memes that I was reacting under Cloud Swap's post. Yeah. And I told everybody, react to it, repost everything. And then they were starting to repost every single meme uh, below Cloud Swap's tweets. And uh, there was like a couple of guys who went a little bit too extreme, uh, like saying, Cloud Swap, you, you deserve to be, you know, hanging up from a tree, this and that. I mean, I mean, it's kind of too extreme on Twitter. It's too extreme. So that's why these people were getting banned, this and that. Uh, and we kept posting these memes. We were like making fun of Klaus Schwab because first people were thinking like, who the hell is this man? He looks so scary. He, looks, he just looks like a James Bond villain. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, he just looks horrible. He's like a fucking clown. Look at him. We're just <laughs> going to make fun of him. We're going to make fun of this guy. He thinks he can own the world. He can like, uh, uh, you know, shape this world. Just like he's saying like, oh, we're just going to do this. We're, we're going to uh, tackle climate. And a lot of other things that he's pushing to the presidents, you know, to like make sure that that, that these people are on track. So uh, then they blocked me. Klaus Schwab blocked me. The global shapers community blocked me. The entire World Economic Forum 
the other like little corporations, they blocked me. I love it. And then a couple of days later, they released the article and they were saying that uh, the Open Forum meeting was canceled during certain people, certain conspiracy theorists, or, you know, he was like, the, the article was very misleading. But then, I, man, I was scared, but I was also very grateful. I was like, man, I did something, but still, I can't be dead. I mean, I'm still like more than a year later. I mean, I'm still alive. It's it's a blessing. <laughs> God bless. God bless. Thank you, man. Um, but yeah, dude, that's that's so crazy. That is so crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, the thing is, it's just nuts to see Klaus Schwab knowing who I am. Oh that's, yeah, no, that's that, like that crazy. alone is probably like that's like all you. That's probably like your your main goal was just you know, hey, I want this motherfucker to hear my voice. Like, I want him to be thinking about me. Like when he goes yeah. to sleep, like fuck this guy. <laughs> True. I'm. I mean, he. The the thing about this is, um, you know, I'm just making fun about Cloud Swap, about him, you know, trying to become the owner of the world. He's the owner uh -huh. of the world. But that's actually more like a funny thing because I don't really believe that he is like really like the owner and he owns a lot of things because this guy is walking freely everywhere. And a really powerful person would not even show himself, right? No. Because we don't know who's really behind all of this, behind the presidents, behind Bill Gates, behind Klaus Schwab, behind even the Rothschilds. I mean, they're still kind of anonymous, but they are still showing their faces. So there mm. has to be more layers of masks that needs to be taken off. But I do believe that Klaus Schwab is the, could be the last layer of the mask before we can really see who it really could be. But it's really hard, you know. But obviously targeting a person like that it's it's funny, man. I I just love to poke on Klaus Swap and just to let him know that there is someone out there, a nobody, that can just cancel an open forum meeting. It's 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 really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 amazing. And plus, you got a freaking great interpretation of him too. We're gonna shape the world. We will propagate everyone. We will make sure the children will know that there are more than two genders. We have women, men, we have the intergender, we have the robots, new gender, and we will depopulate the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So is that is that part of your plan to uh, defeat, defeat Klaus Schwab after XRP Moons? I mean, I'm still going to be a problem for him. So that's all I'm going to say. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think today was a, a great talk. I mean, I, I appreciate you, you know, coming on here. Um, uh, do you have any questions for me before we wrap up? Um, for how long have you been um, in this XRP community? Uh, since I started researching back in December of 2019. 2019 mm. yeah, yeah yeah i was working at a pizzeria um as like a delivery boy while i was in college playing baseball um and this dude the pizza dude actually was telling me he's like hey you should check out this company ripple i'm like yeah sure whatever dude and then he just kept telling me he kept telling me i'm like all right all right i'll, I'll freaking check it out like a couple weeks later um and i checked it out and then you know i i did like a week of research and i was like yep uh, I think this is the coin. <laughs> and I mean, XRP was like my first crypto that I got into. I mean, I opened up a Coinbase account. I got like $10 of free Bitcoin just because I opened up a fucking account. Um, 
and then I got you know started with investing in XRP, and then ever since then I've I have not looked back. Um, and then I kind of found you know I dabbled on Twitter because I started on YouTube with everything, um, like looking at certain videos. Um, and then I kind of went towards Twitter just because I knew everyone was like on Twitter from just crypto alone. Um, and then I kind of went down that rabbit hole of the finding the Riddlers. And I was like, oh, this is so interesting. And then um, that's what kind of has kept me here, like in the community for like the longest time. It's just always been like that thought is like, hey, why are there only Riddlers within the XRP community? Like something like that just it it has like i i just need answers and it's like i don't yeah, think i'm gonna get those answers yeah that's indeed the big question like there is no other riddler out there supporting ethereum supporting cardano there is just xrp riddlers and there are multiple of them that's you you got countless of people who just came out of the blue like uh mr crippler you know uh, some other people who just claim to be you know, someone from the inside or some banker or something like that saying that XRP is going to get used in, in the near future. And there is no other Riddler out there mm. supporting other assets. I don't know. Yeah, dude. I mean, if, especially like Mr. Poole, how he kind of connects with both like, you know, the, the Q movement and the XRP community at the same exact time. Yeah, Mr. Poole, that, that shit is fucking scary, man. Especially with the Corona bottle on January 2020 was that. Mm-hmm. And he had that Corona bottle exploding. And then a couple months later, I mean, it, then the pandemic happened. Yeah, it was like, it was wild. It was, it was wild. I mean, seeing that all play out Um, when I did get back, like when I did get into the XRP community back in like January of like that year, I like really was like gun ho about it. And then um, my like final thesis came around, like when COVID happened, I was like, oh, yep, this is, this is it. Like they made the announcement of, because I got the announcement from school because we were supposed to go to Myrtle Beach to go down and play a tournament for baseball. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. We got canceled. And they were like, yep, your season's done. Uh, you guys aren't allowed back in the school uh, for the rest of the year. And I was like, uh, wow. <laughs> well, there goes my, you know, freshman year of playing baseball. And I was like, well, what the hell do I do now? So I was like still working. And then I started like a little side landscape business. Um, and then I just continued that summer doing both of that. And then I got into landscaping full time. And then from landscaping, um, I kind of got bored of it, to be honest. Mm. I was like, All right, I kind of need some other avenue. So I did get into construction for quite a while. Um, I mean, I grew up doing mostly manual labor. Um, so I've always dreamt of escaping, you know, this this lower tier. Um society and you know climbing my way up to the path of uh wealth and generational wealth at that yeah i mean same thing for me like i was also very young and i also started to work very hard i mean since i was 16 i i never um like had to ask money from my parents like hey i need money or this and that or lend me money since i was 16 i always paid stuff for myself and i'm always doing it and when when you're starting from uh, you know from the beginning, you're just going to realize you know how hard people are working, because I knew people from my job who were like working for forty years, for thirty five years, the same job, mm-hmm. and then you're starting to think like, do you really want this? Do you really want to work for 35, 40 years and then receive a goodie bag 
with a candy with a movie ticket for a thank you before being loyal for 40 years. <laughs> Do you really want that? Hell no. Hell no. Like, no. Like, I could not see myself doing that for that long. It's like, you know, doing something, you know, every single day so often is, is already draining enough. But it's like, you know, I, I that's like I'm in the gym most of my days. So it's like I'm spending, you know, 12 plus hours in a gym alone. So it's like it kind of gets you know, a little repetitive, like being in a gym every single day. But it's like it, this is what I love. But it's like at the same time, it's like, fuck, like I, you know, eventually, you know, everything will play out. Yeah, because, you know, if you know about XOP and if you're investing in, in cryptocurrency and if you're working just a normal job, um, I've like how I've noticed it. I've seen a lot of people uh, that are investing in cryptocurrency. They're just being happy because they know mm -hmm. they know they're going to be financial free one day. Yes. They know that they're just getting out of it. But you have people out there who have no plans. They have no mm -hmm. plans. They have nothing at all. They yeah. just have their job. One cash flow. That's just what they got from their job. And just like you said about, you know, people being sad about certain things like they're working but um we we all should be sad about it right because we we want to be financial rich very quick and we're just waiting for that but there are people out there who just have weekends and they're very happy right they're like oh it's friday it's friday night i'm finally having the weekends finally two days off i'm so happy i'm so glad and then up until sunday night they're feeling like oh fuck me i have to work again for five days and then they have to go to work again and that's a cycle right yep and then you're like, Monday, you feel so down, like, oh, man, I got five days left. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes, it's Friday once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's almost weekend. And then two days pass by. You have done no shit. You have just watched Netflix. You have just been gaming all the time, doing nothing, jerking off. And then it's Sunday evening. What are you going to do again? Ah, I have to go to work once again. And that's the cycle. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's a nightmare. I used to have nightmares as a kid from a monster but now a nightmare has to have this life mm. this cycle right every single day and then you're just going on vacation for just two weeks that's it you, you get two weeks out of the year weeks. yeah two weeks and that's then you're good. going back i mean it's a nightmare and it's actually really good because we're we're, we're young people and we're already worrying about this mm -hmm. that already shows how bright our future is it's oh, really yeah. bright I mean, it's, it's at the same time, it's also concerning. And it's like, I know you're doing your your stuff within your own community by getting the message out there, not to your, not just your friends and family, but like the other communities that you are creating on Twitter, um, which is amazing. And it's, that's what, that's what we need. We need, you know, more like individual, more like-minded individuals creating, you know, certain communities that can help certain people, you know, go in a certain avenue, whether it be, you know, Hey, I can help you with, you know, some investment advice. I can help you, you know, look at certain markets. I can help you, you know, help you like in the gym. I can help you with your diet. I can help you like, you know, ground yourself and, you know, become, you know, aware and self-aware at that. Um, and we don't have a lot of that within society because it's like everyone thinks they can do it by themselves because social media is, is not only like this instant gratification chemical that is a gigantic release of dopamine, but it's also a vessel where, you know, people kind of get ahead of themselves and they get full of themselves um, when it does come down to social media. And that's why people have like such large egos nowadays. And it's like, where the fuck do these egos come from? It's like, who the hell are you to be telling me something? It's like, dude, like chill the, chill the hell out. It's like, 
who are you? Yeah, I mean, social media is very distracting. And uh, the same thing also with gaming. I mean, I know a lot of people who also like to play video games and that's and that's not a problem but if you really want to change your life mm -hmm. you just have to um, make sure that you're not playing much video games and that and that you are going to limit your social media time mm -hmm. but it also depends on which social media you're on right mm -hmm. if you're on instagram scrolling and you're just watching girls asses and just trying to like them with a double tap and that's the only thing what you're doing i mean you're wasting your time or if you're like playing Fortnite all all the time like 24 hours for just that digital little award like 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 that golden trophy like oh you have killed 5000 people this year that's really awesome that will not benefit anything right no no it, it benefits nobody in the end in in the end i mean you're not helping out anybody you're not helping out yourself you're not helping out your family you're not helping out people surrounding you you're basically, you know, again, like we were talking about before, you're just experiencing life. Your life is happening to you. You're not doing life is happening to, to yeah. you're, you're not doing anything to change, you know, your current situation, you know, um, and so many people, you know, complain about their current situation. It's like, dude, like all you have to do is just start, like, shut the fuck up and put in the fucking work. That's all you have to do. And good things will come to you. It's just like, shut the hell up, put your head down and work. And work in the and and, re and research, learn, invest daily, and it's like you have to, you know, take not just you know one aspect of life, but this this gigantic ball of life, and kind of dive into you know certain topics that, um, certain topics and certain aspects of you know not like yourself, like you kind of have to come to a realization at some point of of understanding who you are as a person. Because it's like too many, so many people are lost nowadays when, when, you know, we do have social media, we look up to, we, we idolize these false fucking characters that we like, oh, we praise them. Like, why, why, why? They're just like me and you, bro. It's like, we're all the exactly. same here, bro. It's like, they're not they, just because they've been in a movie or just because they can sing good, bro. It's like, there's some shit behind the scenes that we don't know about, you know, it's, and it's scary. It's like, if you knew what some of these Hollywood characters were doing behind the scenes you know you probably wouldn't follow them you probably wouldn't listen to them anymore i mean yeah, i mean uh lil nas freaking twerking on the devil has been pushed by the entire media by by the entire hollywood like mm -hmm. saying like this is a real man and this is a real artist and we sh we will allow him on on any platform while he's twerking on the devil yeah yeah but yet you have like a person called andrew tate or Julian Assange, or David Icke. These people are spreading out the truth, and they are banned. Yep. They're trying to inspire people. They're trying to enlighten people. Mm -hmm. These people are totally banned. But twerking on the devil, hey, that's awesome, because that's also supporting our agenda. Exactly. So, Lil Nas, you better keep twerking. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, dude, that's what it is at the end of the day. And they control us, like so creatively i mean there's so many different aspects to ourselves like you know um I, i'm pretty sure you're probably familiar with uh nikola tesla and you know these how he has basically compromised this theory of uh frequency vibration um, free energy yeah yes so it's like all of these play a factor within our lives because at the end of the day we're all we are all energy so we're it's like if energy, one thing is all equal man that's a, that's the thing so it's like we're all if it's like one thing is disrupted your whole life is going to get disrupted that's why you have to again know who you are at the end of the day and 
come to the conclusion that, hey, you know, it's it's not that bad. It's like I just had to take it one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 so true. And especially with the positive thinking. I mean, if, you know, you have a great day and then something small happens to you, mm -hmm. that will ruin your entire day. Just this small thing mm -hmm. around a lot of good things, right? You had a good day. Your gym uh, session was awesome. You had great calls with people. Mm -hmm. uh, you met your friends. You did a lot of great things. And then just something really small, like one little comment was saying like, yeah. hey, go to the gym, boy, you're fat that comment will just destroy your entire day <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i mean it, and it's not even you know it could come from outside uh, like factors like friends or family or whatever but it could also come from you know your own inside, intrusive yeah. thoughts and that's that's the worst it's like you have to essentially train yourself to stop these negative thoughts from coming in and say like when they do come in like literally like grab them and fucking get rid of them because it's like and then just fill yourself with affirmations of just positivity because that's the only way we're actually going to learn and retrain ourselves to build up this positivity force field around us. Because it's like, we don't, I, I know for, you don't like negativity. I don't like negativity. It's like, we're here to make a change in this world. And at the end of the day, it's like, it takes, it's, it's one day at a time, but it's like, it, it takes a lot of time to get to the, the places that, you know, we want to get to. And it's, you know, we we got to change and evolve every single day as human beings. Yeah, it's and like you become what you think. You 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 really become what you think, because if you think that you're bad, if you think that you cannot mm -hmm. achieve anything, you will not achieve anything. No. And but if you think that you will achieve anything, and that you want to see more out of life, you will see more out of life. Before I'm sleeping, I'm always thinking about positive things. Like first, I used to think about bad things. But then I started to read the book, The Secret, and started to realize, hey, your thoughts are very important because they will steer your your future. I mean, it's so important. It has a big aspect of your life. So since that, since I read that book years ago, I'm now every single day, I'm starting to think about, obviously, when you're investing in XRP, you're thinking about all of these moments. I mean, you're becoming rich from XRP, you're meeting I mean, yeah. the XRP community, you're, you're being rich, you're being wealthy. And that's also obviously a positive thought. So mm -hmm. that helps a lot. I mean, I mean, the way that I kind of uh, accumulated all those thoughts was putting my futuristic mindset into the now and understanding, you know, certain tax laws, certain tax codes, how to preserve wealth um, and, and do go down that route of asset protection as 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 a whole, you know, opening up LLCs um, anonymously and then throwing, you know, crypto under there um and having write-offs and so it's it's very it's very powerful once you understand you know hey this is a long-term hold um this is a long-term investment you know i'm not looking to make you know quick money i'm not looking to get rich i'm looking to create wealth at the end of the day yeah and that's also what what i noticed um about the xrp community <clears throat> everyone is excited about xrp but there are not a lot of people who really knows how money works and who really knows about a lot of things outside of XRP to more um, to more know about in order to invest in certain things after you make money from XRP. Because I've met a lot of people too um, who I was asking like, hey, what are you going to do after XRP takes off? And then most of the people saying like, oh, I'm just going to pay off my debt. I'm just go. I'm just going to buy a house and just going to live. You know, just just live like a rich person. Mm -hmm. uh, but besides that, um, it's a good answer. But it, you can do way more with your wealth, right? Mm -hmm. You have you have the wealth, and you can do so many things. You can create multiple cash flows. 
in order to generate, you know, more, more passive income. So you have unlimited money coming in. You don't have to worry about, oh, I, I only have 1.5 million. Um, I just bought a house that's like 600,000. So now I have 900,000 left. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what I'm going to do next? So then your money keeps decreasing, but you can also ha- find ways to generate more income. So you just don't have to worry about every single month payments because that's going to pay uh, the cash flow that you have is going to pay things off. So you don't even need to worry about your amount decreasing. It is going to increase and you have multiple ways, right? And uh, the people from the XP community, there are some people who really need these educations. Also very important because I also didn't know about this at all. I thought 1 million was enough for your entire life. But then I realized 1 million is nothing. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Like when you do, <clears throat> sorry, uh, when you do take into account um, what a million dollars really is and how long a million dollars actually lasts. It's not long, especially in today's age. I mean, with the inflation that we are seeing around the world, it's it's not slowing it's down anytime soon. I mean, as the dollar is our reserve currency and it's losing value every single day. I mean, countries around the world are dropping it. Um, so, I mean, we, we were talking before about how, you know, Russia and the BRICS nations are uniting together, um, creating this CBDC um, with this basket of currencies and gold being backed by it all. Yeah, so I've seen BRICS um, really paying attention to the West. Um, they have been doing this for years. I mean, BRICS has been formed a long time ago, and now they're kind of looking at what the West is doing. And as you see, obviously, um, the dollar had a gold-backed dollar, right, mm. before 1971. But after 1971, uh, President Richard Nixon, he removed that. He was like, we're not going to have this. So the gold-backed was totally gone and since then since 1971 they could have printed any amount of dollar it doesn't matter how much because nothing was backed it was just backed by thin air they they used to say oh bitcoin is a thin air no the dollar is thin air and obviously uh since then the scam just started they could have printed a lot of money and the BRICS nation i mean you have brazil south africa india China, Russia, they're starting to see how how much they're in debt because of printing a lot of money. And they're starting to think like, hey, we need to have an asset. We need to have something, a digital yuan or digital ruble or digital rupee backed by something because that's so important. Otherwise, it's just nothing. It has no value. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more, dude. I mean, and I mean, this is all going to run on the XRPL at the end of the day. I mean, it is. I mean, and that's the thing, what I love about Ripple. I mean, since the war between Ukraine and Russia, I mean, war, um, Ripple was kind of, you know, they were not against Russia because they know they're also going to provide their ODL, their on-demand liquidity to Russia. Mm -hmm. So they were not against Russia or they were not against Ukraine. They were just being biased in the middle because they know they have a product that the whole world is going to use. So we cannot say any other opinion saying, like, oh, we're from Ukraine or, oh, we're from Russia, because they know every country is going to use this technology. I mean, come on. The SWIFT system has been a long time. Um, like this, the SWIFT system has been here for over 40 years. And the way we send money cross border, it's just from two to four days. Just like Brad Gollinghouse said, you'd rather uh, get your money in a suitcase and you'd rather go there to deliver the money rather than sending the money 
through the SWIFT system. And the SWIFT system is nothing but a messaging system. It just gives a message to another bank. If I'm going to send money to you, my bank is going to tell your bank, hey, fund this guy because he's sending money over. Mm-hmm. And that's just not a proper system. I mean, we can send we, we can send messages on WhatsApp, on Twitter, anywhere within one second, but we cannot send money cross-border within one second. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It, it, yeah, no, I mean, the, the technology in our banking system is outdated. Um, and we've seen the cracks, we've seen the flaws, we've seen all all the issues over the years. And I mean, it's gotten to a point where it's like, they, they need to act now, like soon. And it is now, it's the time is now to act on this financial situation that we do have as a, as a global economy. Um, and the way to do that is to bring on a new system, you know, get rid of the old system because it's, it's trash. It, it, we mm. know it doesn't work. So it's like, and, the, and, the only and way- we also know that this new system um is definitely going to you know they're still going to continue with their scam obviously but they're going to move over from you know the normal dollar that they used to print over mm. to a digital version of that mm. and they're going to continue their scam i mean mm. what happens you know not not there are just not a lot of people who are just going to realize this that you know obviously xrp will bridge a lot of these cbdc's um but in my opinion they don't even need to know yeah. Because this technology, um, it's not something that the news will say like, oh, we have Ripple and XRP who will bridge this system. No, they're just going to say, download this app. It's a brand new application. Mm-hmm. It's against these Russian uh, Russian spies who are trying to hack these banks. We, we right now have the CBDCs. It's way, way more secure, ladies and gentlemen. And you will get a hundred bucks for free, but we will track every single transaction. If you don't like it, I mean, it's okay. I mean, we're still going to track everything. I mean, we don't care if you like it or not. Here you got a hundred bucks for free and use our system. And that's just, that's the only thing what they're about to say. They're not going to say, oh, invest in XRP because they're going to breach the CBDCs, right? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to give you the game plan, but. No, no, no. Obviously not. Um, <laughs> But like, like you were saying, like, uh. <laughs> Do you see this system moving over to more virtual reality, metaverse, blockchain, AI? Is do you see that's where the world's heading towards at the end of the day? Um, where we're gonna see a gap of human and technology? I mean, as you see right now, technology is moving very fast. Very, very fast. I mean, right now we can clone dogs. I mean, they already did it five years ago. Imagine. Mm-hmm. They were already cloning dogs five years ago. You could clone your own dog. If it has like a little thing here, you have the same dog that is going to be born with the same spot. And that's just the beginning of everything. I mean, if it also comes to the metaverse and just like I was talking with you about it, I did this experiment and uh, it was during COVID because I thought, hey, I heard about certain virtual realities. I know about their end game. And their end game is obviously going to control people's daily lives, but also going to provide something really amazing because it's going to be a virtual world, a colorful world where you can create your own character. You can be a non-binary queer. I don't know. You can be whoever you are. You can be the Incredible Hulk. You can be Thor. You can be another character like a freaking, uh, it doesn't even matter. Unicorn. Daffy Duck. You can be every single character on the metaverse. It doesn't matter. 
because this world is going to be very amazing. It's going to be a virtual world where you can talk with other people. And um, it, it's obviously going to be like on Facebook, you have it on your screen, right? Social, uh, all the other social medias. But in the metaverse, it's going to be a social media where you can talk with other people. And it's already happening right now. And I did this experiment. So I purchased a VR headset back in 2020. And um, I, it was actually very fun because it, it was also a great experience for me to see like what's really going on in the metaverse. And that was actually before Mark Zuckerberg um, announced that the metaverse was official and where they changed the name from Facebook to Meta. So I was way before that. And I was trying to experiment, trying to ask people questions like why they were into this world. And sadly, there were people out there saying, I'm depressed. I'm too fat. I, my parents don't love me. I have a shitty life. I had multiple uh, thoughts of committing suicide. And I just spoke with all of these types of people. And most of these people are like that. They are depressed. Mm. They, they're just escaping reality. And that's why they have this virtual headset. Most of the people, like I've also had other people like, hey, I'm a multi-millionaire, but I also like to have this virtual headset. I just like to experience, right? Because then I can invest in certain companies or this and that, or just daily lives. People just likes to watch a movie once in a week or something like that. But most of the people were just like that. And this is just the beginning for the metaverse world. Because as they're going to control you and the entire environment around you in real life, they're going to provide a amazing technology called the metaverse where you can finally do a lot of things in the metaverse you can talk with people you can be whoever you want to be you you can get a job because i've also um, spoken with certain people who were paid in the metaverse to host certain events you had like parties where you had like a lot of these characters dancing around right um, and then you had certain other people like standing there like freaking security guards waiting for someone to say something wrong so they can get kicked out. These people are getting paid in the metaverse. Wow. I mean, I, I didn't know it was like that because I knew like, you know, investing into, you know, real estate on the metaverse was a thing, but I didn't think people were getting paid just, you know, be bouncers at a club in the metaverse. <laughs> that's hilarious. But like, that's so crazy. You literally can make money doing anything in this world now. Yeah. And it's also a good thing, you know, because um, the same thing with AI and how AI mm -hmm. has been involved. I mean, you have a lot of opportunities that you can capitalize, um, but especially on, on the metaverse side, it's also going to be two ways. I mean, you, you can be someone who creates certain things and adds value to the metaverse, just like, you know, uh, a digital landscape or a digital land that you can purchase and that you can profit from, or you can be a customer. And a customer there that's just going to be a normal person who hates their real life. So they're just going to uh, put their VR headset on and finally going to be happy. And they're finally going to, you know, live a great life because they find it way better in the metaverse. Um, and obviously, and just like I noticed, a lot of big companies are already investing in the metaverse. They're already yep. big companies who are ready with their money to invest and like to have this beautiful world. Like, let's say uh, there will be a Minecraft planet. There will be like a Coca-Cola planet where they have a lot of ads and a lot of other things where they may, that, where they will make money off from too. So it's like a second world where they want to create. So when shit goes down in the real life world, which mm. obviously will, right? They will control everything. Um, you will have a very happy place to be yourself and to finally escape.
the real life world. So that's kind of the metaverse. Wow. Um, so it's it's not a it's not really such a good thing uh per se. Um I mean, yeah, it's definitely something that um it's very distracting. I mean, social media is already very dis- dis- distracting in general, mm-hmm. but putting a headset on and just totally ignoring the real life world and just being in your own bubble with this headset is even more distractive. But you also have really good things. I mean, obviously uh, you can maybe capitalize and maybe create your own little thing and make money from it mm-hmm. or certain other things and become a creator. But in general, um, this virtual world will definitely be like something that people and I mean, obviously slaves, slaves of this matrix, slaves of the government will have like a little breathing like, oh, yes, finally, I have this headset on. Mm-hmm. Finally going to talk with the people, uh, with a lot of people, because, you know, I have social anxiety. I cannot talk outside. Oh, yeah. By the way, I've, I've all, I, and, and I've also met a lot of people who had social anxiety and who just uh, were on the metaverse and who could talk and um who would talk more on the on the metaverse and they could not even talk outside so i was like asking like hey like uh you know are you able to talk outside you know with other people and and they were like people that were not even uh, they were so scared to talk to other people outside like they were they were so in their bubble so scared of people outside i don't know they had that social anxiety and then most of the people are because of that on vr to learn about certain things Mm. and when i asked this question like did your parents ever hit you or uh something about their parents like hey um are your parents proud of you they they start to get triggered (laughs) i don't know why i mean i do know why but i'm just trying oh geez wow that's crazy though like um and this is happening around the world it's not just you know in in one country. This is a, a global phenomenon of it's a know, worldwide thing of people that are depressed, and it's a real thing, you know. Um, but are you and and you know? Thank God you guys, you know, you have Alpha Husky uh, Club for that. I mean, you have you know you can bring on people because eventually, I'm assuming you're going to integrate your NFTs within the metaverse. Um. Look, if I'm going to do that, uh, the whole concept would be, you know, kind of thrown out the door. Yeah, it 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 kind of would be because I'm also talking about the metaverse. You know, that the metaverse is is not really not something good, this and that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm saying, guys, get in the metaverse, get my NFT. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's kind of you know two types of things, and just being a hypocrite, right? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. that and just saying, oh, you know, buy buy my NFTs uh, on the on the metaverse. So I will not do that. Um, okay. But I, I will keep educating a lot of people about this and mm-hmm. the things that are coming. I mean, we have so much opportunity that are about to come. Yes. Because in this time, it's just so easy to get rich. I just spoke with a guy at a gym and we had a little discussion. He was like, yeah, back in the days, it was so easy to get rich. And now it's so hard. I'm like, what are you talking about right now? It's hard to get rich. Yeah. Right now you have every single information, just one Google away. You get all the answers. Every single thing that you can learn, you can learn on Google, on YouTube, on anything. Everything is free. Every information you can, you can start a business right now with a laptop worthy yep. of 200 bucks. Yep. And you're I telling mean... me that now it's harder to get rich. <laughs> was he a little older, older guy? Like, was he like... Um, I think he was like around 40, 40 years old. Oh, that's actually pretty surprising because I feel like most people like within the XRP community are pretty, um, you know, 
I feel like the median age in the XRP community is probably like 30-ish, like 33, 33, 34, 35, around there. Yeah, true. We have a lot of these um, XRP influencers, a lot of these um, XRP YouTubers. They are indeed around 30, 30 to 40. Um, they mostly have a family. Mm -hmm. so they're mostly around that age, indeed. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's but it's also a blessing, you know, that we're starting this early, you know, in our lives. With it uh, is a blessing, and 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 the thing also is, I've also um, heard from a lot of older people, like they're like around 50, 60. They're like, man, if I had your age, man, I would be so happy. And then I, I keep telling them, listen, it it doesn't matter when you start. I mean, everyone has their own journey, right? Mm -hmm. Every anyone has their own journey. There was one actor in uh in in Black Panther. Her entire life, she had like a life that she didn't didn't really want it. Like she was not happy. Mm -hmm. Then later on, when she was like 60, 65, she uh, she was invited to become a cast member of um, Wakanda Forever and the first movie uh, of the Black Panther. So your life can change instantly. It doesn't matter what age. It doesn't matter how old you are. Look at the, the inventor of KFC. He yeah. had a shitty life. He married with a woman at around 19 or 20. Mm -hmm. He got divorced. He could not see his children. His parents, uh, something happened with his dad. He committed suicide. And he had a lot of uh, suicide. Um, he, he just wanted to harm himself his entire life. He had a shitty life himself. That's that's what he thought. And he, yeah, he actually has. And the only thing what he had was just that passion for creating chicken and just if if it comes to chicken fried chicken yep and there were thousands of people who just tried his chicken he was like man this is disgusting what is this weird layer around this chicken what is this disgusting but now look at him we got kfc everywhere around uh, this world freaking colonel sanders and he never gave up and up until like 66 or 68 he got recognized by one entrepreneur and he was like man this is going to blow yep and, I mean, and, it's the same thing with like you know Warren Buffett and his style of investing. He didn't really become a billionaire until he was what in his sixties. Yeah, true. He he was like around indeed. He was like at the end of his fifties or something like that, or starting from sixty. Then he became a billionaire because he invested in Coca Cola and into a lot of other stocks. And for him, it was like a slow, slow investment, mm -hmm. and but it did pay it off. Exactly. I mean, I feel like we have that same opportunity in crypto, you know, dating back to, you know, when Bitcoin, you know, had its, uh, you know, uh, go on to the scene of uh, the crypto space. But now, you know, we're we're seeing everything change every single day when it does come to crypto. We're seeing, you know, regulatory clarity. We're seeing, you know, different moving pieces from different exchanges from companies. I mean, you've been in this uh, space since 20 early. You, you said you when did you find out about Bitcoin or when did you start getting involved? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, it. Uh, my real research was starting around, um, let's say August two thousand eighteen. So it's like four and a half years. Okay, so yeah, so you have definitely seen the entire space of crypto change in yeah. the four years. Um, and it, it, lot, it, it probably doesn't even feel like four years either. It probably feels like a, it's like a blink of an eye for you, man. It feels like uh, two years or something, but exactly, exactly. four and a half years, man. It's it's so long, but I'm still blessed. I mean, I still have, uh, I I still receive a lot of DMs from people like, when is the SEC lawsuit finally going to settle and this and that, and there are people you know getting angrier, obviously, which I which I truly understand. 
But at the end of the day, we all should be very thankful uh, for meeting people like you, Ryan, people like, uh, you know, yourself. a lot of people from the XRP community. Yourself. Just you got to connect... thank yourself, brother. Thank yourself. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. But that connection is so important. So once we get rich, I cannot say when, but the only thing is for sure, we have people around us. We have people around the globe. So when you want to have a trip in Rotterdam, I can show you a lot about certain things, right? Well, when I'm going to another country, another person can show me a lot of things, more opportunities. And that's also what the elites are doing. The elites are sitting in a circle and they're like having conversations. One guy's from Bank of America. The other guy is uh, from like the, uh, like, like, let's say Moderna. And there's like another guy, he's from Dell. And the other guy, he's mm -hmm. from Intel. The other guy's from Apple. The other guy is from, um, is from Netflix. And they're all coming together. They're all talking about certain things. They're networking, right? And that's also what we should do in the XP community, networking as we have other skills outside of the XP community and also outside of investing in crypto. I mean, you know a lot about the gym. You know a lot about other things too, what you can bring up to the table and also educate other people. I know also a lot of people who knows just, it could be a plumber, right? If you're a plumber, you have a skill. That's a skill. You can educate exactly, a lot of people man. like, hey, how to fix this, how to fix that. Exactly. And we can become better people together getting rich together mm -hmm. and just we are we are all rising i mean there is no hate at all i mean it's just all love it is it's all love at the end of the day i mean we all have that that end goal in mind hey we're all gonna get rich and we're gonna get rich together and we're gonna change the fucking world you know fuck these True. elites fuck these globalists i mean at the end of the day you know we create the world that we want to fucking see so if we have such a strong vision in a mass amount of people, and that's the XRP community, and we're pushing that positive narrative, and we're pushing that positive agenda, I believe we can honestly change the world like within ourselves, just within the community. Yeah, we can. I mean, um, you know, if, if, if we look up at certain influencers like Andrew Tate or Tristan Tate or David Icke or uh, Robert Kiyosaki or Trump or some other people, Jordan Peterson... We can be those people and we can, you know, they're all planting seeds from, you know, for, for, for different people who are just coming up and we can be those people too. We can also be also like the, those people who are inspiring um, our followers. And it's also very important. And that shows that we're sharing and we're, we're, we're giving away a lot of knowledge and we can be those people too. And the more people there are like us, the harder it is for the elites to delete our vision you know also if it comes to escape the matrix or escape the government uh slavery or become more masculine or become a real man uh go to the gym or this type of stuff it's really hard for the elites to stop it if there is more like us exactly dude i mean they they kind of can't handle they can't uh number we, we would outnumber them every single time if everybody around the world came together to overthrow every government we would outnumber them easily. Easily. I mean, it started with Alex Jones, David Icke, Bobby Fischer, and with freaking Andrew Tate. I mean, he just woke up the entire youth, man. I mean, now yeah. so many guys out there are just, you know, in the gym. They're now focusing on themselves. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're starting to become like strong men. They're starting to become a man with respect. And I've also seen guys who are more respecting their elders just because of Andrew Tate is, has there any, there has been none of that on the news saying like, Oh, Andrew Tate has like made a lot of people respecting themselves. Also women too. I mean, they, 
There, there's also a lot of things about women that women can also take from it, but they're not saying that because obviously it's against it. It's against it. They want men to be weak and to mm -hmm. be poor and it's okay to wear a skirt. It's okay to wear a skirt. It's okay to have multiple genders because you are supporting our agenda because at the end of the day, when, when anyone can be non-binary or any woman doesn't want to have kids because of climate. It's always in the benefits of the government. Everything what they're pushing is for their benefits. Because right now you also have women who doesn't want kids because of the climate. They're saying, oh, I don't know if my kid could live because of climate. And and I don't know if it's good because it just gives a lot of CO2 uh, if I'm going to have a kid and it's going to, you know, it's, it's, it's going to take a lot of carbon footprint. So I don't know if I'm going to have a kid. So this whole depopulation plan already works. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I'm not sure if, uh, what your thoughts are about the vaccine and there, if there's a bigger plan to depopulation when it comes to the vaccine. So the funny thing about the vaccines, um, back when I was, like 12, 13, and I started to research about this. Um, I started to realize that eventually they're going to vaccinate everyone. But I thought they're going to kill everyone with this vaccination. I thought mm. the freaking police are coming, knocking at your door. <laughs> Take your vaccine right now. I thought that was going to happen. Um, so I said that to my teacher. I, I, I really can't remember, clear as yesterday. I told to my teacher... Um, there could something um, something can happen, you know, in the next five years or something or like four or five years where you have a mandatory vaccination where you have to take vaccines. Otherwise, you would have no rights or otherwise they will kill you. And then he was laughing at me. He was like, no, nah, this is not true. I mean, these are just conspiracy stuff. But guess what? He might have taken the vaccine. <laughs> this guy who told me that was crazy and this is all just a conspiracy theory might have taken the vaccine as of right now it's freaking wow. crazy wow that is wild but i thought first that um indeed they would kill us with the vaccinations but then i started to realize now people don't want kids at all i mean we have a population crisis mm -hmm. the west has a population crisis there are so many women out there chasing their careers and eventually when they're going to surpass 35 the chances are very low of getting a kid. So they're going to be single, unhappy, but they mm -hmm. have a Gucci bag. Hey, you should be happy about that. Right? Having that Gucci bag, having a, a little nice nails, right? You're so happy. You're, 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 you're 58. You had your great career, but you have no family at all. You have no kids at all. I mean, if, if, if you want to take that path, cool. But I've realized a lot of girls were buying into this mm -hmm. are now getting 40, 50. They're not crying on TikTok saying like this, I should have not done this. I should have not done this. I mean, if you can do both, have a career and have kids, that's actually something really great. I mean, if you can handle that. But there are a lot of women who are not right now chasing uh, their career. But at the end of the day, I mean, all is what, what matters is uh, our kids and what we're going to bring out to this world. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, we're going to provide kids and these kids are going to have a future and all of that stuff. So if, if women, you know, doesn't want to do that, awesome, because that's good for the government, because they don't want any kids to be, pro to, uh, to, to be produced like in China, right? Because there was a population, uh, there was like an increase in population, same thing in India too, and they're trying to stop it. But 
in the West, they're just, it's just literally declining. But in India, it's skyrocketing. It's just, it's just like it's a bull run with freaking kids. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like that's, how how many kids are born now in India compared to in the West? Yeah, dude, that's it's that's wild. That that is wild because I mean we did have you know the booby boomer, uh, baby generation back in the forties. Um, but then since then everything's been on a decline. Since then, you know the the mainstream media here in America has really pushed it down, you know, and created such a division with uh, feminism in this country to the point where it's like, hey. If you say something wrong, you you get looked at fucking dirty, bro. Like it is bad here. Like I, it is bad. Especially like, you, in you in really New, can't New say Jersey, shit. I bet. Oh I, yeah, Jersey, Jersey, bro. Yep, it's 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 a little it's a little strict over here. Very strict. But um, going back to what you were saying, you know, with passing down, you know, some information to our kids because that is like the greatest thing to of why we're kind of here on Earth is to bring in another life to yeah. raise another life to and that that kind of brings me to one of uh, uh this dude his name was buckminster fuller i'm not sure if you've heard of him um uh, never heard of him no um but he has this quote and the quote is the purpose of our lives is to add value to the people of this generation and those that follow that's that's such a good that's a good one right because at so, the end of the day um these kids that, that you are going to produce. And that's also the question I'm, I keep asking to a lot of people. Do you want your kids to be like you? And you know what they're saying? No. No. Because I'm a bad person. Because I do this. I do that. Then I'm like, why are you not just fixing yourself up? Because mm -hmm. that already shows that you don't want your kids to be like you. But yet, you're that person. You dislike yourself. That That's already showing it. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, not not with only that, but like if you do have a kid and you aren't, you know, fully healed as a human being, it's like you pass down, you know, these generational curses to your kids. And it's like it's up to the kids at that point to fix and change these curses that have been set upon themselves just because, you know, they were born into this family. Um, and that, that can do from a magnitude of subjects, you know, it could just do from, you know, uh, like some relationships, past relationships that weren't handled, some trauma that wasn't handled. And that, that is now being a, a direct reflect on to, you know, you as a kid and you, you hold that, you know, from zero to seven is when we're in a program stage, um, when we're minds are the most adaptive to everything around us. And if we're taking in certain things cognitively, we are going to act a certain way um, at a certain time because we have been conditioned, um, not just consciously, but subconsciously to act a certain way just because of a certain result that happened. So there's there's this there's there's been a a lack of trying to understand one um and it's 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 kind of gotten to the point where nobody really knows who they are in today's age um and it's scary because people are lost there's a lot of lost souls out there a lot and especially men and uh, i mean also women i mean there mm -hmm. are a lot of people in general just like you said that are lost <clears throat> and that's mostly which i believe i mean from 0 to like 7 or 8 years old um you are going, uh, you can be influenced by your parents, right? Your parents can say certain things. They can teach you certain things. But when you're reaching above the year eight, you are going to start to think for yourself. You're going mm -hmm. to do your own thing. So 
from 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 literally from zero to seven or from zero to eight, you can literally teach your children about a lot of things about failure, about that you have to never give up, about certain other things in life that they will eventually experience. And if you teach them young, they will eventually become uh, these hard people that really knows about a lot of things and also um th that they already experience failures and that type of stuff but if they never experience failure if they never experienced like i mean i would not say hit your child or like you know do certain bad things to them mm -hmm. but, but eventually if you like um like bring them to like a boxing gym or something like that as young let's say they're three four years old and and they can walk a little bit and they can like do certain punches like you know just mm -hmm. at the beginning just doing some fun things and then later on you can like um teach them more that already shows them like you know they will learn a lot of discipline a lot of things from this zero to eight and then their their real life is going to start but i see a lot of people saying oh you cannot bring your kid to a boxing gym or to a type of uh self-defense uh, of or like it could be a karate or something like that because they're too young they're just learning let let them be who they want to be but that's the point if you let them be who they want to be that's the point where they're going to be very confused after eight and mm -hmm. they're really going just like you said they're going to be lost i mean i've seen a, a, a lot of people who um, their their parents just, they're not looking up to these kids. They're like, man, I mean, I, I really wish I wear a condom because these kids are just are just freaking a disgrace. And, and the reason why that happened is because these kids were not seeing them as a role model. These kids were not seeing them as, wow, right? A dad, wow, I'm really glad that you came home. Or like, daddy, when, when, when is daddy going to come home? I mean, in this day of age, dads right now are not teaching anything. are not teaching valuable lessons. They're just giving these kids an iPad and mm -hmm. these kids are just going to scroll, just going to watch certain videos and that's it. That's not teaching your child about life. That's no. not it, right? No. When they're eating, you're just going to give them a little Netflix series, a little cartoon series about how to be a non-binary for kids. You're just going to set up there and let that kid eat and let just let them watch all of this propaganda. That's not raising your child. That's indoctrinating them, man. Mm -hmm. And me as a kid, I mean, I'm really happy that I am raised old-fashioned because I had a mom and, and I still have a mom who were always that, that strong mother who was always providing uh, for their children and also taking care of the home. And my father was always the work, the man who worked really hard, who came around 10 10 freaking p.m. And if I was lucky, I was waking up. I was like, daddy, daddy's home. I was so happy. My dad had like a freaking heavy jacket, a suit, a heavy jacket. I could not even lift it up myself. Heavy shoes. I was looking up to my dad. I was like, daddy, you're like a superhero. And uh, man, I'm, I'm really glad that I experienced that because people these days, they're not experiencing that. They have no role model. And, and if their dad is like that, and if their dad's dad is like that, mm -hmm. they have no role model. They're completely confused. Mm. And, and I think that plays a that plays a huge part in so, social media, uh, my man. I mean, we have these fake ass fucking celebrities as our quote unquote role models. I mean, you you look at you know these female role models we have. Cardi fucking B. Are you kidding me? I mean, you hear half the shit that comes out of her fucking mouth. You want to fucking like? It's like 
this is what we have our our young youth of our generation listen to. This woman. This is who's teaching us. Okay. You know, I, we have failed as a fucking society. We really have failed. And, and just like I said about, you know, the media and, and everything and the globalist plans, they want these kids to be fucked up, like the fucked up is that they can be. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan? Make sure that all of these useless artists can have a platform, mm-hmm. can have a Grammy, can have everything what they want. Just like Cardi B. Look at all the other artists like like Cardi B, you got uh, Lil Nas, all of these people. And even Sam Smith, I'm so disappointed into this man. This man was singing, why won't you stay with me? He was singing such a great songs and all of that. And right now, have you saw, have you seen him right now? No, I haven't actually. Man, Google right now, Sam Smith, this man has changed. I'm like, I'm so disappointed. I've saw I've saw this um on the Grammy a week ago. I think it was, a, oh no, it was this week, like on a Monday or Tuesday. This man has changed. He just turned into a non-binary. He's wearing fucking skirts and all of that. I'm like, man, these artists are getting paid 100%. These people, these people are getting paid to do this. Wow. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, there's there's an agenda at the end of the day. There's That's it. That's what it comes down to. And people really need to wake the fuck up before it's too late at the end of the day. Like, wake the fuck up, motherfuckers. Your time is running out. It is ticking. Time is ticking. Time is of the essence. And you're not going to get a second chance. Indeed. And the gap is, is going to get bigger and bigger. I mean, years ago, we had a middle class. There is no middle class right now. No. There is just people that are rich, people that are poor. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And the only thing, what, what we are going to push in the near future, and also right now, obviously, is we have to get rich very quick. And we have to be more independent, mm-hmm. more independent from the government. I mean, it's sad because the government used to serve us and we used to be private and the government used to be open. Now it's opposite. We're open and they're private. Yep. It is complete backwards. It's a, it's a backwards world we live in. And it's it's a fucked up paradox, this this time that we live in. But at the same time, you know, I I, I enjoy every single second. I, I know we're blessed and this is the greatest opportunity. I think any person on earth right now can simply come be, be broke, be poor and gain real wealth from this industrial revolution that we're witnessing. We're seeing the transfer of, um, you know, of of value in real time, the transfer of money in real time. No, no yeah, more. You yeah, know, this delays. is indeed this is indeed the greatest transformation of wealth ever. Like, if if you have your eyes opened and you are still not rich after the Great Reset, I I don't know what you did with your life. I mean, there's so many more opportunities that are going to come. I mean, look at AI right now. I've seen how people making money with AI. And soon there will be more things that people can make money from. And the gap is getting is getting closer and closer of becoming rich because the, there is going to be a time where, uh, you know, a lot of people cannot get rich this easily. And this gap has been opened, I don't know, for like for 10 years right now or something or 15 years. And it's just very easy to make money. With crypto, with a lot of other things that that you can invest in, right? You can also do forex trading. Obviously, do certain things. Uh, invest in a dollar if you see like something happens with a dollar, or there is a news about to come, and you capitalize on it. These are the opportunities, man. But I truly believe that this opportunity 
we're not there maybe there could be even more re more regulations about you can't just make this amount of money every single month you can't just make this profit because otherwise if you make more than 5000 per month with forex or with something else we will take your money or something like that because they don't want a lot of people to be rich and to get their eyes open so yeah, this man. could be the last moment this last age of us becoming rich yeah i i i couldn't agree with you more i think you know we are that generation where we are going to initiate that change um and we're going to see everything play out you know how we have been somewhat told um in a way and we're seeing everything play out every single day uh we see new advancements in technology by the day by the second by literally the minute i mean twitter is a great place to basically keep up to date with all of your information when it comes to crypto blockchain nfts metaverse it's it's all there i mean it's everything's in real time and it's it's also fun to you know see see certain uh people on twitter uh joking clown around um but again yeah, i mean and that's also the nice thing about it i mean you have good side you have a good side and a bad side of social media and the good side is obviously just connecting with like-minded people in the xrp community on twitter where you follow certain people and just follow uh the most important news right the things that can benefit you as a person and that's also very important and it's also how you use the, your social media mm -hmm. because just like i said you can be a customer and buy someone's OnlyFans and just keep becoming a customer and just keep liking girls' asses or just keep scrolling uh, with useless videos of girls dancing. Or you can think like, hey, maybe I can make money on social media. Let me see. Let me Google it for one moment. And it's so important to become an open person, to become a person who just keeps researching, keep asking questions mm -hmm. and just say, oh, all the rich people, all right. Um, I've mm -hmm. been thought as a kid that rich people are very evil. Well, let me just research about people getting rich. Let me just look at the journey because I thought as a kid, I mean, me personally, that rich people were evil. Rich people were really people who don't want other people to be rich. These people are egoistic. These people don't want you to be rich. And it's hard to get rich because these people are having their own families. And they're just, you know, I've never heard like someone getting rich because of researching because of not giving up at all mm -hmm. because that's how i just got thought as a kid and then i just started to look at crypto and all that stuff and my brain just freaking exploded a lot of people i now talk about uh and, and also talk to multi-millionaires these guys are making big money and i was thinking like wow they're just normal people like me who were not giving up who are not listening to other doubters because they don't want you to be on their level, right? Because um, when when they start, when the doubters, or it could be your family member, it could be your friends, when they're starting to realize that you are taking another route, right? You're just going um, on your own. You're going to the gym. You're starting to research more about crypto. You're starting to read books, read important financial books. They're starting to think, man, what is he doing, man? What is he trying to do? He's not going to be successful, what is he trying? What is he trying? He's trying to be rich? What's going on? He cannot be rich. Come on, man. He's Ryan, bro. He's Ryan from college, man. What, is, what? He's trying to be rich. And then you prove them wrong. And then they're like, yeah, we were mm -hmm. expecting you. We were expecting mm -hmm. you to be rich, Ryan. Yeah, man. Yeah. We were really expecting you to, to be rich and all of that. Yeah, man. I wish you the, the best, the good luck. But can I borrow your money, please? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's always going to come back. You know what they say? My phone number is going to cost $500 once this goes to the moon. It's going to cost you a pretty penny to access me. If you True, weren't, man. if my, my phone's dry right now, so if it's still dry once that, it is what it is. I'll keep it dry. <laughs> keep it dry, indeed. <laughs> uh but yeah man um geez uh i think we've been talking for like almost three hours now damn three hours yeah, yeah i mean yeah. it just almost, feels like almost one three hour. hours <laughs> um but did you have any final re- remarks before um i wrap this up i mean it, it was a it was a very nice conversation with you, especially with a person who also knows what's really going on um, in this world, especially with the World Economic Forum, with the elites, and especially you knowing about XRP. I mean, that's why uh, people like you, I mean, we can also, we can always have these types of conversations that we can always connect. And that's just really beautiful to see. And this podcast proves it. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on here. I mean, I appreciate, you know, your 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 eagerness and, and motivation to, you know, continue to get this word out, you know, and help as many people as you can. And that's that's the most beautiful thing about this, you know, is that we're able to connect to each other and you're all the way across the world right now. And it's it's awesome. It's beautiful. And, and yeah, you know, it's really beautiful. Looking down the road, it's like, you know, we're, we're going to build so many connections, you know, we're going to have connections all over the world, you know, here in the States, here um, in Puerto Rico, wherever, bro. It's, it's, bro, it's, it's just be, the beginning, man. It's just that's the, the thing. It's, it's just the beginning. And I wish you nothing but, you know, the best. I, I know great things are going to be, you know, coming into you this year and the years to come. Um, but again, yet again, thank you for coming on. It was it, it was awesome talking with you. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure. Likewise, likewise. Well, everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in for episode number four. Uh, This has been Meeting of the Minds, and I will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you.